Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. That's right, which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm one of the hosts, Brian. Jordan's the other host. Karen. Your host, the host, Karen. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are we talking about this time, Karen? We're talking about the Denver Decibel Metal and Beer Fest. Yes, uh, I always get this name mixed up. It's I call it Beer and Metal, Metal and Beer. Um, anyway, it's Decibel Magazine's festival they put on uh this is the second year they did it they did it last year as well i think that was the first year they did it at least in denver they've done this a number of times actually they also did one i think in philly last year i think so um and they've done one in la in the past i think they may have done something in joliet at the forge if i was i I was looking back some time ago and i think they did but in any case um the second year they've done it as the name says it's a metal festival and a beer festival if you know anything about Decibel Magazine, you kind of know what kind of music it's going to be. It's a lot of doom, black metal, uh, death metal, a lot of what I guess I would consider non-mainstream metal. Yeah, like, yeah, I would agree with that. Yes, yeah, stuff you, we'll get into. You're the, not going to hear the it on end. the radio. Definitely not hear it on the yeah. radio. Uh, you'll be lucky to get some of these bands at festivals, at least the bigger festivals. Um, Milwaukee Metal Fest had a lot of these bands, or yeah, a few yeah. of these bands. Yeah, three of them that were there um, this year, were there last year. Exactly. Uh, oh, so no, no, two, sorry. Midnight and Chemist yeah, were both yeah. at I Milwaukee Metal Fest. I was thinking Graves, but that was here yeah. in Chicago. And they're bringing more back next year. So it's like the Red Chord, I think, is going to be there next year. Yeah, yep. So that's a festival where you're going to see this kind of shit, but not like a Danny Wimmer festival, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I do you know. I don't know because I don't really look at those other stages on Danny Danny Wimmer festivals. I normally just look at like the headliners, kind of like whoever's headlining to see if it's worth it. Of what one you want to go to, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't been to one yet. We haven't been to one, but I think those also get to buy the tickets before they even announce. Yeah. So. Um, like last year, this was at the summit. We'll talk a little bit here about the venue in a second. Uh, but before we dive into that, prices. There were two types of tickets you can get. A beer and music ticket for both days. And I don't know if we said that. This is a two-day festival. I don't think so. Um, over December 1st and 2nd this year. Um, but yeah, the a beer and metal festival ticket, which got you access to both days, plus the, the beer festival as well, that was $179 plus $27 in fees for that ticket. And then the non-beer ticket, just the music ticket, which you ended up getting because yeah. you don't drink. Yeah is the $79 for that and then $18 in fees for that uh, as well. Yeah, and I, th- I know you could buy, like, one-day tickets also. You don't have to buy the whole weekend. Oh, yeah, Because, like, could. Saturday sold out and Friday didn't, so. That's right, I remember that, yeah. yeah. We yeah. always got the two-day tickets. We didn't look at the one-day, yeah. but I forgot yeah. you could do that. I don't know how much it was per day, but, I mean, I guess if you probably divide that by two. Probably thereabouts, yeah, yeah. roughly. Yeah. So about 40 bucks for a single-day ticket yeah. and then. Which, I mean, there's seven bands a day, so if you're just doing a, Metal ticket for 40 bucks. That's pretty good. That is really for good. For eight yeah. hours of music? Yeah. I mean, um, it's it's a good deal. Yeah, really I mean, good even deal. for the beer ticket, it's not bad for a full weekend. So, yeah, getting into that, I mean, where do we want to start? Let's actually... Let's start with the summit. <laughs> let's start with the bands, maybe. Okay, yeah. yeah sure, well, no, let's, no, let's start with the summit. Yeah, let's start with the summit, because we'll, we'll break the bands over each day. Yeah. Um, as you said, there's seven bands a day. We'll talk about each band when we get to each day. Um, but the summit, yeah. What do you want to talk about there? <laughs> <laughs> it's in Denver. Uh, it's a small venue. Um, unfortunately, it's a Live Nation venue. Um, I think we talked to somebody last year that Live Nation kind of bought them out. But they were but using they that as a it. as like a positive thing. They viewed it as a positive. Well, 
the person we talked to did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, cause they remodeled it, I guess from what it used to be, what it used to be. Um, yeah. I, well, maybe, not really remodeled it. They like moved or they like did something with the, um, the balcony balcony. And then this year the bar was different. So maybe that was part of that as well. But. Yeah. So it's just a small little square venue. Right. And, yeah. uh, when you walk through the front doors or I guess I, w- any case, if you're looking at the stage, that's one side of the square. Um, so all the directions are going to be from like that perspective of looking at the stage. So to the left or stage right, you have this little kitchenette type area where they have pizza and pretty cheap pizza too. Yeah. $4.75 for cheese and then $5 for like pepperoni or sausage. Yeah, and it was huge. A massive Like they had to put slice. it on two, pe- two paper plates because it's so big. We didn't get one. I kind of wish we would have gotten to try it. I know. It looked I mean, we good. spent like a lot of money on food before going. So next year we'll just have to do that. We did. We went to the bar across the right next door. Actually, it's a really yeah. cool place. Um, it's like a climbing themed bar or some shit like the 14 high peaks. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, yeah. That's why it's like 14. Oh, I, I don't know what for it the 14 ers like the 14 kilometer or whatever measurement for oh. mountain climbing people do and shit. I don't know. That's not my okay. scene. Cool bar though. I like it. Cool they have deck. a roof deck that has heaters. And it's winter out. It's December. It's cold. Yeah, the yeah. heaters really help there. Yeah. Anyways, that has nothing to do with the festival. No, but four dollar pizzas. Yes. Five dollar yeah. pizzas. Yeah. Not a bad deal. Yeah. Um, they also had coat check this year. Last year they, they did, did not yes. have coat check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it. So last year the um, like, not main merch, but like it's like sponsored merch was in that area. So I think that's why they didn't do coat check last year because it's like just a little hole in the wall sort of thing. Well, I guess probably a door. But like that size of like a hallway, yeah, um, where they have it, and so this year that was actually outside in a trailer, out yeah. front, yeah. So yeah, they were able to do co check, which was we weren't planning on. So I even took like a light jacket type thing and then wore a sweater under it most of the time, except for the first night. And then once we saw co check, I'm like, here you go, <laughs> like take my money. I'm not holding on to my coat the whole time, right? Because I mean, we would have wrapped around our waist like we did yeah. last year, but yeah. it was really nice to have it this year. And as you said, that merch was now outside in yeah. like a trailer. They had other shit going on, I think, throughout the day. They had like video games you can yep. go and play. Yep. Um, they may have had like podcasting or some yeah, sort of other like events going on. Some sort of interview thing. I don't know yeah. like, where they're interviewing bands and stuff. I don't, we didn't watch any of it, so I don't know what was going we on. We got there so. a little before doors each day because yeah. um, we didn't want to stand out in the cold. So we just got there early. We didn't partake in any of those festivities at all. Yeah. Even the pre-party, we got there in Denver the day before where the pre-party was happening. But we were just beat from like a week of work and then travel. Like we were just like, all right, we, we're we not going to go. We're going to go sleep in the hotel and get prepared, prepared for tomorrow type thing. Yeah. So we did miss the pre-party again, which is, well, whatever. It is what it That's is. fine. Um. I do want to check it out if we go next year or try <laughs> to check it out. I don't know. I, I mean, if we go next year, it's going to be hard because vacation-wise, we might be flying the day of oh, the right, show. Oh, right, yeah. But, uh, but in any case, back inside, behind, or in that same area where Kochek was, like we said, the merch had been moved out. But there's still merch in there. There was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, like, they just have a bunch of other merch that, that comes in as well, but this particular sponsor had... It was outside. Outside yeah. in this yeah. big trailer. And that was thing. like Relapse Records... Yep. And Nuclear Blast, I think, was Nuclear there. Nuclear Blast. Was that in the trailer? I don't I'm trying to think know what was if that was trailer. in the trailer. It may have been. I honestly, we walked up there to see what it was because it said official merch. So I was thinking it was the bands. Like the bands yeah. merch or like the um, decibel merch that they have for the festival. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes but sense. it was this particular vendor. I can't remember who exactly. 
Uh, yeah, Nuclear Blast Records was listed as a sponsor. I'm assuming they were there. They were there last year. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I just don't know if they were inside or outside. That's all I was saying. Um, and then, yeah, the Bands March was over there as well. Um, so that's the left side or stage right. On the opposite side of that um, is just a bunch of booths for beer. Um, and then yep. Decibel also had their merch booth set up there as well. Kind of a little step-up area where you can go to go to get those beer samples and whatnot. But And Pull the Plug Patches were over there too. Pull the Plug Patch was over there during the Decibel um, table as well. Kind of cool. Pull the Plug Patches did. It's I'm pretty sure they did a patch for every band. Yeah, you thought there. that. I only saw a few of them, but you said that you thought it was for every band. I'm almost positive I mean, it's every cool band if they one. did it for every band. Yeah. Uh, when they did the drop, they only had a couple because they did a drop uh, as of recording this two days ago now. Oh, uh, it's December 9th, so it's two days from now. Oh, okay. I just yeah. got the email about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so by the time this is posted, which will be a week from today, the drop will be going on, but they might be sold out of everything. That's the one thing I don't like about Pull the Plug is that it's a drop system and they only make certain numbers because of the way they're licensed to do it. And I'm assuming just production cost as Probably. well. Yeah. Um, once they sold out, they're sold out and they're not likely to do them again. So you yeah. got to jump on this shit right away. Yeah. Which is why for a few of the bands we went to see here, I wanted to like definitely get these patches while we can, because I mean, I could see them going and hard to get. Well, and you didn't know that they were going to do the drop online. Either, also that so. I assumed something, cause I doubt they were going to sell all of the patches. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know Unless what was going to happen. Just got to sell them or something. Exactly. Like through their thing or carried on whatnot. Yeah. Um, Okay, so then behind the stage, or if you're looking at the stage to your back, is this giant, not main, well, there's the sound booth, and then behind that is the the bar, which yeah. is this giant, not giant, I said it's, giant again, yeah. but it's pretty big. It's pretty big, but I mean, now it's against the wall, yes. where before, or not before, but last year, we don't know when they remodeled, because we've only been there last year and then this year, which was the same weekend, the first weekend of December, um, and before. Like, when we were there last year, there was, like, two booths there, like, two U booths. Yeah, like, um, um, against the wall facing the stage. Yes, so you can watch yeah. it from those booths and, like, these sort of big loungy sort yeah, of yeah, couchy like, type yeah, seats. Yeah, they were, like, U's yeah. or whatever. And now those were removed and the bar is, like, completely against the wall. So it is, like, a large bar that's, like, a horseshoe shape kind of. Yep, yep. Um, but it is against the wall. So then there's, like, walking room and everything there is walking room, which yep. made it seem so much bigger it did yeah um you didn't like it because last year they put <laughs> beer at the bar and this so, year they didn't have it yes the, the 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 bar last year was that square bar not just the u-shaped or the yeah. horseshoe shaped on one of the sides the side facing the stage was a bunch of beer samples there that's where three floyds was and it was so easy to get back there once it got pretty big or yeah. not big but pretty crowded um to fight through the crowd to get back there to like we just kind of hung out there so i just turn around like can i get another one can <laughs> oh, i get I forgot another about that last can I get year another yeah we just like kind of stood by the sound stage a little bit right this year I, yeah. we were closer to the like the center of the stage and whatnot so getting back to people was like all right i got to fight through a few people but whatever it was easier last year just to like yeah give me another please yeah. give me another um so that was kind of cool i did like that I do kind of like the new setup. It is kind of cool. Um, we didn't mention the balcony also, which is sort of above all of yeah. this. I wasn't allowed to go up there again. Only beer holders, ticket holders could go up there because they had samples up there. I think four breweries were up there. Um, I did go up there to try some beers, but it was really hard to get up there sometimes and get through the crowd. So I just sort of, at the beginning of the night when it wasn't as crowded, go up there, try those beers, 
and then say, fuck it, I'm done. I'm not going back up. Yeah, because there are tables along the railing that people sit at, and people just stand up there. Excuse me, stand up there to watch the show as well. Yeah, the whole the whole rail is sort of a table, and then like the, the high top chairs are sort of there. So you have all the chairs and the people standing around the chairs, and then behind that you have the samples where people are crowded up there. Yeah, it's, it can, once it's crowded, it's a bit of a pain to get up there yeah. and, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So last year I tried to go up and they were like, you need a certain bracelet or whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just hang out down here. And this year I didn't even try. I was just like, whatever. I don't know if they were checking for bracelets this year or not. They were. They, they were. were. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, that's sort of the setup of the summit. The summit. Yeah. Cool little venue. I do like this venue quite a bit. It sounds yeah. good. I like, I mean, for a small venue, I like it a lot. So yeah, the sound is good. The stage is good. Not massive, but it's not small. It's yeah. a decent sized stage. Yeah, for a small venue, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. easy to get this, to and all that. Yeah, I so like this venue. This year, like along um, stage left, there was a walkway. Like they had it taped yes, off. Yes, yes. Did they have that last year? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And I liked it. It reminded me of the boat where, uh, yes. where it's like this this taped off area yeah. is a walkway. You cannot stand in this and people would come by and like, all right, come on. Scooch yeah. Like in a little. have their little flashlights and be like, you need a scooch in or whatever. I personally liked it because I knew that if I needed to use the restroom in the middle or, you know, something like I can just go through 10 people and then get in that walkway and I'm good versus fighting through an entire crowd with the stairwell there too, which I remember last year was hard. Sometimes like I would walk under the stairwell around the trash cans yeah. and then through because that's why I don't think last year they had the stairwell to the balcony. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, and that's one thing we didn't mention also that they, they've clearly been renovating this. They were renovating it before we got there last year. That's according to the people we were yeah. talking to yeah. clearly renovated it between last year and this year with the bar being moved and everything. What I don't remember if it was there last year or not, but was there this year was the drinking fountain. Oh, yeah. Yes. With, like, a newer drinking fountain that yeah. has, like, the sen- sensor for, like, refilling your bottles yes. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, second vin- venue we've been to this year, probably more. I'm sure, like, Ford Field had it and shit, but... Uh, possibly, yeah. But the Salt Shed has it, and this now has a pretty good drinking fountain. Yeah. And water is free. You just go yeah. ask the bartender for a glass, and they'll give you a glass, and free water. They were also selling water, which I think is now, fine. I'm wondering if that's for every show that they'll just give you a free cup or if it's because of the beer aspect to kind of keep people hydrated. And So I was going to bring that up when we start talking about the beer for sure. And we can okay. jump into that right now. But I also wonder that too. I'm assuming it's free for every show. Otherwise you wouldn't have it there. It should be free at yeah. every show yeah. you go to. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. You should have free water every show. Free and not talking about going to the sink and filling up yeah like in the bathroom i've done that before to get water i've done it it's fine it's drinking water whatever you can drink that shit but you should have free water like the bars have the little gun thingies like one of those buttons is fucking water just boom it's free if somebody wants canned water or bottled water or flavored water sell that shit that's fine you can sell water too but water should be free at all fucking events just period like no question um and that was cool. They had free water. But I did ask the same question to myself of is this for because of the is this because of the beer? Yeah. Like that they were giving out free cups. Basically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean to be fair, like if you would buy a beer, I would have used your beer cup to 
get free water anyways. So in my can because they gave they gave out cans and put it in cups. Oh, well, I'm just saying at a normal event. Oh, I like, see what you're saying. I, I would just saying. use your beer cup. To I got you. I got get you. Water. Sorry. Um, but as you said, is it for the beer or not? Um, I like going to beer festivals. I've been to a few. Um, when you go to beer festivals, there's always a lot of water stations all over the place. One reason, obviously, stay hydrated because you're drinking a lot of fucking beer. You just take your little cup, give me, give me a little pour, give me a little pour, and you fucking, you drink a lot of goddamn yes, beer. You lose track, yeah. And it's easy to lose track, and make sure you're drinking water, folks. Like, if you're going to beer festivals, drink fucking water also. The best way to do that is if you want to rinse out your glass. You just got a stout. You want to go get an IPA type thing, right? You want to rinse it out so you have a cleanish glass. Go put some water in it, and people will dump the water out into a little bucket, or they got a beer they didn't like, they'll dump that in that same bucket. Or you just drink your rinse water. And that's what I do. Like, just get it, rinse it out, and drink it. Drink a few glasses of water right there. Go get another couple pours or type thing. So, yeah, I wasn't sure if the water was only there for that. Obviously not only there for it. Yeah, the water fountain. fountain's going to be there. But what I meant is, like, the... If you free, get a glass. Like, if you can just go to the bar and be like, can I have a glass for water? Right. But, yeah, in any case, free water is awesome at a venue, regardless of what the reason is. If it's because there's a beer event going on, which... That was the only place there was a water station. There wasn't, it wasn't throughout the place. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Which is yeah. kind of weird. I would expect more water stations, as I said, for a beer festival. But, you know, that does take up a little bit of room. And people know that, like, that's where the water is. And there was lines throughout the night of people getting getting water from there. So, definitely for beer festivals, have water. For concerts, it should be required. But it's not by yeah. law. So, whatever. Um, we yeah. change the law. <laughs> That'd be nice. Um. Getting into the beer festival, I guess, aspect of, of this little event. Um, had quite a few breweries. They were, had uh, True Brewing, uh, Black Sky Brewing, Three Floyds Brewing, Brigham Horn Meadery, uh, Bone Up Brewing, Wake Brewing, King County Brews Collective out of mm-hmm. New York. Um, I'm not saying where all these are from. They're all over the place between Colorado, um, yeah, Indiana, Florida, all over the place. Illinois, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, Which one's Illinois? Uh, Illinois is Sound Growler. Oh, Sound Growler is there. I forgot. Okay. Sound Growler Keep was going. there, yep. Uh, War Pigs, as I said, Sound Growler. Uh, Adroit Theory, um, A-D-R-O-I-T. I'm probably fucking that name up. Uh, then we have Magnanimous Brewing. And the last brewery there was Little Cottage. Um, for a beer festival, pretty small. But, but it's a small venue. It's a very small venue for yeah. sure um, in terms of just size. So I think they fit the space really well with with the breweries and whatnot. Uh, we didn't say this over by the pizza. That's where Thri- uh, True. I keep saying Thrive, but it's True yeah. Brewery. Yeah, I think I think last year in our podcast we said Thrive. We didn't actually record. We recorded this last year, but we never posted it. We never posted we it? We never posted last oh, well, year. Welcome we talked to for episode like, number one of Decibel. <laughs> we talked for like... Four fucking hours did on we it. Really? We did. It was a long ass show. Oh, well. Um, well, and just like last we year when we recorded it, we didn't record or we didn't post it. Last year when we recorded, I also drank a Three Floyds uh, Dark Lord, doing the same thing this time, just to celebrate Three Floyds and them being there. So, like I said, all in all, a small group of breweries for a beer festival, but. Fitting out the space and keeping up with the theme of metal. Like, these are all metal-themed breweries or they have metal-themed beers. 
I believe. Um, well, they also, I don't know about that, like all the time, but they collaborate with the bands to make a beer. Yeah, exactly. I think so. all of them had some sort of collab with one of the bands on stage playing this time. Some, I think, had a couple. Um, but yeah, it was it was a blast. I had a lot of fun walking around trying the samples. As I said, going up to that balcony, the first night I went up there once, it was hard to move around. Second night, made sure to get up there right away to try some stuff. And yeah, it was it was good. Um, it's a normal beer festival. You're going to find beers you love. You're going to find beers that are just okay. And you're going to find beers that you don't really care for. Like it, like they bring so much variety and so much different styles of beers that you're going to find something for you. You're not going to like everything and that's fine. Whatever. Like, you know, your palate, you know, your tastes. Yeah. Gravitate to other things you like, but also go out and try new things. Um, there's definitely stuff I tasted that I wasn't a fan of. I can't really remember what ones they were. Um, but nothing, like I said, where if you get something bad, typically you can like, there's pour bins where you just pour it out. There was nothing I wanted to ever pour out. There was stuff I would drink and just be like, this isn't my thing. I would not get this again. And then there was stuff where it's like, holy fuck, this is awesome. I'm coming back. One of those being Hanji from Dark Lord. Or from Three Floyds, Dark Lord Hanji. Uh, Marshmallow Hanji, I think is the actual name for that. Love that beer. Whenever they come out with Dark Lord, it's like that's the chase beer I want. And the chase beer a lot of people want to get, I believe. So... They have that. They had it last year and they had it this year, but only for night two, not night one. They went back and forth, I think, between just a basic Dark Lord and then uh, Hanji. I can't really remember. Um, I walked up there and got super excited night one. Like, yes, there's Hanji. And then it said night two only. It's like, oh, all right, give me give me the other Dark Lord, then I'll take that. Their collab, I can't remember who they did their collab with, but it was really good too. Was it? Um, yeah. My favorite beer for sure was with um, Magnanimous Brewing that they did their collab with, the Keening. Um, it was a peanut butter, what was it? It was a peanut butter chocolate butterscotch beer. So it's got true. Basically it's got true. Yeah, <laughs> it was so fucking tasty. Um, that was my favorite beer and my favorite collab for sure out of everything. And like I said, everything else was hit and miss. Um, some stuff better than others. Some stuff really good. Nothing, nothing absolutely horrible. So I, I really enjoyed the beer fest aspect of this. That's good. <laughs> no questions, comments, or anything? I don't care. You don't it's care? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I have nothing to say about the beer because I, I don't drink beer. Right, yeah. I don't really drink at all. And it's a beer festival. It's a beer We don't do, though. So at other beer festivals, we do the whole... I. Get if a sample, you go, you get a sample. If you go, yeah. If I go, yeah. And obviously for this event, we don't have to do that because we they have the ticket. The non-ticket. The, just the metal ticket. So. Which is really cool that they do that where it's yeah. like, we know they're not everybody's going to drink beer. Not everybody's here to drink the beer. Let's give out just metal tickets or sell just metal tickets. Yeah. And there's a decent number of people who opted for that option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about this last year, and as we said, we didn't post that episode around the cost of, is the cost really worth it? Because it's $179 for, without fees. Yes, it's $100 more. $100 more for a beer festival. Um, yeah, some beer festivals I go to do cost right Wait, around 100 or two and a half beers. What do you mean it's two and a half beers? Like if you buy beer at a show? 
Yeah. That's two and a half beers. Two and a half beers is no, it's yeah, twenty five dollars. What? Well, right. eighteen dollars a beer. Oh, that's you're doing eighteen. I'm doing ten. Forty six. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Plus right. four, so it's not even two and a half. It's like two beers. Well, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. What? Oh, 36. 18, 18, 36. So yeah, it's two and a half beers. For half of the ticket. For one day. Oh, I see what you're saying. Per, per day. Two yeah. and a half beers per day. Yeah. I didn't understand what you're saying. I think it meant total cost was, no, it's two and a half beers per day. So five beers total through the entire event. Yeah. I got and you're you. going to drink more than five beers at two eight-hour concerts. <laughs> you Typically, yes. Um, I think we, when we counted this, I had the first day I had 16 pours and we were doing like three to one ratio, like three pours is one. Um, so you got your mind's one worth. Beer. I did get my money's worth. I'm just saying in, from other beer festival perspective, oh, okay. um, you you can spend around $80 or so to get to a beer festival. Like It's been a bit, maybe a year plus since I've been to a beer festival just because of timing and whatnot. But I would average, say, $80 for a beer festival. And that's, as I said, those are typically larger. So, eh, I don't know. Um, I do question the price, but it does seem reasonable at the same time. It's one of those, like, I look at the number, I was like, oh, really? Oh, that's that's pricey. But when you start to break it down, like, the gut, the gut feel is this is pricey. But when you start to break it down by the numbers and whatnot, as you're saying, it actually isn't that bad. So, gut feel looking at the price like ooh that's that's a lot but do the math and it's really a pretty good deal honestly yeah, yeah. um it was at 16 little tiny pours and whatnot by the end of the night definitely definitely feeling it a little bit so others a little bit more than me others less than me for sure but it was definitely hitting hard for sure those last two nights or the only two nights so yeah all in all for a beer festival fine um Plus, you're getting not only just beer, you're getting a music festival, which is fucking awesome as well. Um, melding these two concepts together is a really cool idea that, I don't know, it was last year was a very novel idea for us, our first time experiencing it. And it was a lot of fun. And I guess getting into this one, I had a lot of fun with this one too. But yeah, it was, it's a cool concept to meld the two together. And we've been talking a lot about beer. Let's get into the music aspect yes. of this festival. It's the thing That's you're great. probably more excited yeah. about than the well, beer. We mostly talk about metal and live music so not beer on this podcast yeah but it's really cool that they mix the two together for you for me yes <laughs> a lot of fun um two days as we said earlier seven bands each day who do we have for day one so it started with the munsons and then followed by phobocosm morbicon ken mode the red cord cephalic carnage and then headlining the night was chemists from Denver. From Denver, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so there was a couple that night from Denver. I can't remember everybody that was I there. can't remember any, everybody as well. Yeah. Um, but the, the same thing that was last year, too. A lot of bands um, came out of Denver last year yeah. to be there. And it made me realize that Denver apparently has a really good doom metal and yes. black metal scene going yes. on. Yeah. Um, really fucking cool. Good bands all around. Very good bands, yeah. Um. Starting with the Munsons, I guess. Let's just start at the bottom and work our way up to the top of the bill. Mm-hmm. I know you were taking quite a bit of notes for this. Um, I, I was tried relying... to take a couple notes so that we had something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to rely on memory. And as I said, um, by the end of the night, I was feeling a little fuzzy. So so I did not. I was going to look up like the actual 
like are they do like are they classified as doom are they classified as death you know like because or like progressive you know that sort of thing i didn't do that so if i remember right this definitely came off very doomy yes yeah this um so uh the munson's is a three-person doom metal is what i put and then which i don't know if it, they're classified as doom metal yeah but then i did make note that the second song that they played which we didn't look up the set list for the for festivals we normally don't look up set lists um, we don't look up set lists, but we will add the songs to our Spotify set list. Yes, on um, our, our playlist. We yeah. did add a few. The thing that we found last year with this particular festival, and even just festivals in general, especially lower in the, um, the bill. on the bill, yeah, that the set lists aren't always posted that right. well. Because we use Setlist FM, which is a crowdsourced um, website to find the set list, so... If people don't post it, we don't know. Right. And there were quite a bit, actually. We did put some Munson's in there. Um, I think we put a little bit of everybody, honestly, on there from day one. Day two, not as much, uh, which is a little disappointing. I think I like day two a little better than day one, just getting into it. Um, but, yeah, we do have a few of their songs on our set list, too. Yeah. So I'd, I don't know what the second so song was, but I did uh, make a note that it sounded more progressive. Then okay. Doom. I don't know if you remember that or not, since I that don't. was 14 bands ago. Yeah. Um, but then also, um, I made note that on the third song that they played, uh, so the vocalist was the guitarist for every song, except for this third song. The bassist was actually the vocalist. I actually remember that now that you yeah. bring that up. I do yeah. remember that, that they switched in that one spot. Yeah, just for that one song. So. And there's some bands where there's not like a lead singer. It changes all yes. the time. Yeah. Um, uh, who the fuck am I thinking of? Uh, Mastodon, Mastodon is very, very good like that. Yeah. It's jumping between the guitars. It's jumping between the drummer. Like it's yeah. all over the place. Who's singing what song? Yeah, it's a really cool sort of thing. Like it's whatever vibe fits this particular song and voice fits this song. We said this before. Like the vocal is an like the vocalist is an instrument as well, right. and vocals that don't fit the music could really throw off the music as a whole. So it's really cool that bands are doing this where it's like. I think you might be better for this bar. I, I honestly don't know the conversation they had to determine who's singing yeah, what song. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it's he wrote the song and it's like, all right, I'm going to sing my song. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but that's all I had for the Munson's. I don't know if you had anything to comment on them. I really like it. I remember liking it. I did too, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard to remember back. You yeah. Know, it's been about a week and then also the it's for the first band that we saw that night. So. It was the first band we saw the night. Um, like I said, it, it came off Doomy. And I remember from last year, that wasn't my first exposure to Doom Metal by any means, but it was my first lot, of, like over and over and over exposure right. to Doom. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Is Last year we were kind of surprised about what the the lineup was, like how it was like right. Doom after Doom after Doom. And then there was some black metal in yeah. there and death metal as well. Yeah. Um, but... With last year's show, I really gravitated toward the doom metal. I'm like, oh, we really fucking yeah. like this. Yeah. Um. So when they came on, it's doomy. It's like, fuck, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So then with Phobicosm, sorry, I say the wrong. I say probably say it wrong, but uh, I didn't have much for them. But I did just say that each of their songs flowed really well together, and they didn't really like stop in between their songs. But the flow was very, very good of all their songs, and they're another doom sounding band. I liked the music for them. I did feel like their stage performance was kind of boring. Um, they just sort of like stood there and played. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, guitar players was fucking going 
pretty hard with the songs and whatnot. The other one was from time to time as well. But for the most part, it was sort of just we're up here doing our thing. Um, I did find the live aspect of it a little boring at times. Uh, but I did really enjoy the music. It was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if they're a newish band. Maybe they're not yeah, touring possibly. that often. Possibly. Um, maybe they're just trying to find their, you know, I don't know. I don't well, know I what it was. But just, yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think it's also just an aspect of music. Like you might have really, really good music, but then you're not a very, your stage presence doesn't come off that well. Yeah. Um, what, when I think of that, I go back to watching Lollapalooza on uh, TV last year. A couple of years ago, yeah, yeah. Or was it two years? No, it was just last year. Uh, not the year we're in, not tw- 2022. It was 2022. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Um, so not the one that was this year, but yeah. last year, yeah. Uh, so, but there was a performer, and I, unfortunately I don't know uh, their name, but they were up and coming, but they were going to play the main stage. And they were interviewed, and I was just like, they're not interviewing very well. Like, oh. they're, they're very quiet, very, like, inward and everything. But then when they were on stage, like, they had a huge fan base. Yeah. Um, but even their stage presence was just stand, sing, eyes closed, sing. You know, like, so you could have the emotion coming out. Yeah. But, like, the stage presence was nothing. I mean, yeah. staying in one spot. So, from that point of view, like, I mean, you can have great music and just not have a good yeah. stage performance. And some people, that doesn't bother them. They just want the music. They don't yeah, and that's want fair. the show with it. That's so. fair. Um. Again, we didn't go in knowing what to expect by any means. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not saying I wouldn't see these guys again live there. I don't think there's a band on here I wouldn't see live oh, again. Oh, there's a couple for me. I'll tell you oh. who they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd go see everyone alive again. So, I mean, I'd definitely go check that out. But this first time around, I, I did feel like the performance was a little meh. Yeah. That's the only comment I really had on them. The music was <laughs> great. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, then we get to Morbicon, which was more like fast metal. Death metal. Death yeah. metal, yeah, like the fast beats and everything. So it wasn't the doom um, sound. It was more like the f- um, fast pace and everything. And that's when the first pit opened up, actually, of the, yeah. of the festival. So uh, those are the two notes that I had. Corpse Paint. Uh, they came out with oh, Corpse Paint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, it was the death metal, so it's kind of yeah. like what you would expect, I guess, yeah, from yeah. death metal. I like, so I like the doom aspect. But last year, I just remember it was like doom, doom. Black, doom, doom, doom. Uh. Yeah, I can't remember. I know early in the evening was definitely a lot of doom. Um, and then it started to pick up as it got t- closer and closer to Cannonball Corpse. And then it, like once it started picking up, it didn't really slow down, I didn't feel like. You didn't think year. so? Maybe I'm just getting the two days. But I felt like there was a lot of doom last so year. So it definitely started doom both nights, started doomy. Yeah. And then worked its way up to like more faster death metal-y type shit. Yeah. But anyways, so I was really happy. Basically, what I was trying to say is, like, I was really happy when Morbicon went on, and it was more faster paced. Yeah. Like, you know, like, doom metal's fine. It's just, I don't want to stand there for four hours and listen to doom metal. Yeah, I don't know. I I might be able to do that. You probably could. I would really enjoy that, I think. But I I, I get what you're saying. It definitely, and so when I was doing pours, I definitely focused heavier pours, or, like, Got more pours earlier in the evening of beer. So as the night went on, I was more like, all right, I'm kind of slowed down. And then the doom would definitely hit me and be like, all right, this is, I'm making me tired. The beer, my belly's full. I kind of just want to take a nap right now. Yeah. This music isn't really helping me wake up. That's then the, yeah, like, Morbid Kid comes on and it's like, 
oh fuck all right let's go this is this is waking me up this yeah. is helping i like doom at and i don't listen to a lot of doom but if i do it's when i'm like at work or you know like doing a task where i have something to do and like standing and i mean it's it's fine it's just not what i want to do yeah. like um but anyways, so Mormorcon was kind of fun to have that more fast pace. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. They were they were great. I loved them. Yeah. Their music was great. Their stage performance again was awesome. Um, yeah, they were awesome. I, I remember loving them a lot. Uh, so then we get to Ken mode. I'm gonna have some some shit to say about this, but I, I think you will too. Have so a let's, lot of shit to say about. Let's this. talk about this. So at first, I was positive. Because when they were setting up, they had a keyboardist, a saxophonist. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be great. Like, you have a saxophone. And then they start playing. <laughs> <laughs> so I did look up. They are noise rock and sludge metal is their genre. Or according to Wikipedia, and Wikipedia is correct on everything. It's definitely noise. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to keep commenting? Keep going, yeah. You you say your piece, and then I'll and then I'll speak through. The thing that I didn't, I didn't like the performance at all. I don't like the music. Even we listened to it on Spotify uh, two nights ago on the way to a concert, and I didn't like it. Uh, you could not hear the saxophone at all. There, everything else just overpowers it. Um, a good thing the lead vocalist played guitar and bass, so very multi-talented. I mean, yeah, bass is... I'm not not trying to shit on bass. I love bass a lot. Can but you play the bass? I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he did play both. I do remember that. Yeah. It was kind of, yeah. So the music is what really got me, and it was a lot of, like, noise, noise, noise. I don't know. I just... I didn't like it. Go ahead. Um, it wasn't for me. <laughs> that was it for you? <laughs> no, I said it wasn't for me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I don't think I've ever hated a band this much while sim simultaneously loving them just as much, if not more. Um, and I think it started with Soundcheck when they brought the saxophone out and they're doing Soundcheck for a saxophone. I've never fucking seen a saxophone in a metal band. And I was like, holy yeah. fuck. The Twin Temples has a saxophone. I, that's not metal. It's it's rock. It's questionable what it, it's. <laughs> satanic rock. It's the jukebox shit from the 50s with satanic overtones. I don't I don't like them. They're, I, fuck, we're not talking about them. Um, I was giving you an example. And sure, Ghost is also rock that has a saxophone. Yeah, yeah. But as a main instrument... and. Forget about Ten Twimple, whatever. Um, Twin Temple? Whatever. And Ghost? I've never seen a... I didn't even think about those two, honestly. <laughs> I've never seen a band use a saxophone as like a main instrument. And when they did a sound check for it, I got so fucking pumped. Because I was like, this is going to be some sort of jazz metal or blues metal yeah. type I shit was, that's going on. Too. I'm super fucking stoked to see what this is all about. Then when they start playing you don't hear the saxophone at all. And yeah. that pissed me off. I was like, where the fuck is this goddamn saxophone? And you could tell that they were playing the saxophone. Yeah. But there was no, you couldn't hear it. As you said, we listened to it on Spotify um, recently. I listened to it afterwards as well because I, I want to love this because I actually really enjoyed the sound. Oh, really? Um, but 
It does come through more on the recording than it does live. The saxophone does? Yeah. Okay. I didn't even notice it in the car, but. I noticed it because I was listening for it. Like, I was like, all right, I know there's a saxophone here. Where is it going to be? And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, there it is. And then it's sort of like, once you pick up, pick up that, it's like, okay, now I see where it is and all of that. Um, But I think it just got overpowered by the drums and the guitar and the bass and everything else just overpowered it. And that was really frustrating me. That was like, fuck, this is bullshit. I want to, I want saxophone in here. Um, with that said, when you do listen to it from like a recorded aspect or when I do, I don't get the jazzy bluesy sort of vibe I wanted from a saxophone in a metal band. I don't know really what I want, um, from that sort of aspect, but even it it doesn't even come through clearly there, but it's still kind of cool to have, I guess. So that's where I got really sort of pissed off. Like, God damn it. Where the fuck is this goddamn saxophone? But other than that, I did like the, I did like the music. The music okay. was really cool. I liked it a lot. Even listening to it in the car, I'm like, this is, this is cool. I like that. I like it. Um, very punky kind of feeling to it. Very, definitely punk vibes. Maybe I just really don't like punk. Because anytime Maybe. we see a band that has some punk aspect, I'm like, I don't like I it. I got like a heavier, um, orgasm type feel from this in terms of like the lyrics and the way they oh. sing. There's like one song where they're like, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Um. Like, that was very reminiscent of a orgasm song that we saw live. Yeah. Um, so, like, when they heard that, it's like, oh, all right, now I'm getting, I get this. And I, I did enjoy the performance. Uh, I just wish there was a better mixing live with the saxophone, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But they yeah. did have a uh, microphone on the saxophone, so. They did. I just don't know, like, didn't hear the it, yeah. tone of a saxophone just doesn't come over that well when Maybe there's not. guitar yeah. blaring. Where if you're mixing it, you can then sort of lower the guitar a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I really, really wanted to love these guys when they were playing. Um, but I was pissed that I couldn't hear the saxophone. And that sort of ruined it for me. Not ruined it, but it made me not like it as much. Yeah. You didn't like the live performance as much. And maybe it's just an off night. Maybe you see them again and the sound mixing's a little better, a little different. That's um, true. Like, cause it could be just like a different, fa- which the sound in the venue is amazing. So yeah. even last year it was absolutely fine. So I don't think it's really a venue aspect, but I mean, it could just be. Something's off or yeah. something. I don't know what it is. Like for me, definitely want to see it again to just like. Oh, I'm not seeing them again. You'll so. go with me. Yeah, sure you will. Um, <laughs> we'll buy tickets. And then you'll stay home. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I liked Kin Mode a lot, but I was pissed that I didn't pick up the sax. And maybe, like, my headphones, like, keeping my earplugs in or something, like, maybe that helped. I don't know. But no, I couldn't even you sax. didn't hear it. I didn't so. hear the sax. I don't wear headphones or earplugs. So. Yeah, I don't know. So, whatever. Uh, I liked it a lot. I'll see him again for sure. Yeah. One of us will. Sure. Uh, so then we get to the red cord. Uh, they were fun, they came out in bathrobes. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and then um, I, they said that they had retired and Decibel brought them back. Um, and I've also, I also heard some people before they played, like, I can't believe these guys are back. They, you know, like they haven't been around for a while. They started in like 95, I Something think. like that. They did say yeah. that Decibel brought them back last year. Yeah, yeah. So were they in like Philly or something? They must have been Philly because they were not at the Denver one. Yeah. So yeah. it must None have been the Philly show. None of these are repeats show. from last year at the Denver one. There weren't, which so. is really cool yeah. that there were no repeats from the previous year. Yeah. There were definitely some bands I would like to see again from last year, but it's cool they're not doing it and it makes me wonder like maybe next year there won't be repeats from this year, yeah. but maybe a couple yeah. from the first year. Yeah. So 
really cool that they're doing that. Also, a lot of the bands are newer or younger. At least they feel newer or younger. So, well, definitely not the Red Chord. They've been around for no, 30 but years. like <laughs> uh, Mother Graves on day two, the Keening, um, Ken Mode. I don't know how long they've been around. But yeah, that's true. And probably like the Munson's Astro Tomb. Those might be some newer bands as well. So really cool that like I would just say that because this is, the guys looked really young in both of those bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but this is a good way to like promote like new upcoming music which yeah, is really fucking yeah. cool to do yeah um anyway back to red cord yeah red cord uh oh I, I didn't i love their music um and i actually we when we were in the car listening to them i was like oh yeah like this is red cord I, I like them a lot and um but then the only other note that i had was like at the last song the vocalist came down and like sang on the rail and like guys, i missed that yeah you did you like walked away to get beer or something and, like, people were, I mean, because the pit was going, and then, like, people were, like, throwing themselves over the crowd, like, crowd oh, really? surfing, kind of, but, like, to fist bump the vocalist. It was really cool. You really missed a really good a little scene. moment there, yeah. Yeah, a little scene that was happening. So, and uh, the crowd hadn't been that way, like, at all uh, during the night. Like, there was, like, movement and stuff, but not, like. A few pits here and there, yeah, but not, but like, not like, that I'm gonna excited. throw myself on top of you to fist bump the yeah. vocalist. So, it was really, I mean. I really, really enjoyed their music. Um, probably, I mean, I'm not going to count Chemist, but between Morbicon and the Red Chord, probably my two favorite for the night. I'm only not counting Chemist because we know, I mean, we've seen Chemist multiple times and I like their music. So Yeah, I mean, even counting Chemist, Chemist definitely, even jumping ahead, number one for me. Um, and then maybe the same boat, boat urine, Red Chord and Morbidkin for sure. Morbicon. Morbid con, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, Morbid con for sure, definitely right up there toward the top. It was it was an awesome set. Um, coming off of kin mode and the disappointment of the lack of sacks on on that, and just coming out and crushing it, like killing the set. It was it was phenomenal. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I'm really excited to see them again, which we're going to have an opportunity to later. Yeah, next they'll year. be at Milwaukee Metal Fest. So yeah, if you don't have your tickets for that, definitely buy them because which is going to be awesome. Like yeah. we, we don't know half the fucking bands on that. Oh, bill no, either no. which was the same well as i know last a year. lot more this year than i did last year yeah but, um we've also seen a lot more shows and also i've been really really digging into music a lot more and not just sticking to three bands but, but. also like going in blind and not I do too. knowing all yeah. the bands and just like let's yeah. go check out these yeah. guys who never heard of them and like holy fuck yeah. they're awesome and honestly i mean this is about milwaukee metafest but like knowing that the red chords there depending on how the stages are and everything, like maybe go see a couple songs for them, but then go check out a band that we've never heard just because we've already seen them. I mean, even though they were really fucking awesome. We'll have to see. But, um, yeah. I do like finding one band and sticking with their entire I do set. too. I do too. Cause then you get the whole feel and aspect of everything, but which is with, in terms of the beer and metal fest, um, again, I said beer and metal. I reverse those around. Uh, you yeah. can see my priority. Um, <laughs> in any case, the metal and beer fest, um, it's only one stage, yes. so you don't yeah. have that dilemma of what one you're going to go see, what you're going to yeah. check out. But they turn the stage around very quickly. So fucking quick. The night yeah. started at 5.30, and it ends at 12.30 yeah. for seven bands. That's yeah. a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like the turnaround, I mean, between the so the sets are like 15 minutes maybe. Yeah, not like long at all. most of them, yeah. yeah. So it, it goes really, really quick. Um, anything else then for Red Chord before moving on? No, no, I'm excited to see them in May yeah, next year. Same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if they tour again, people were talking like they're hoping that they that do an actual coming, tour that they're coming back, that they're touring. And if they do do that, I would definitely go see that'd them be again. a lot of fun to see yeah. them at their own like headlining type yeah. show. Yeah. Even though at this point they were probably close to having a headline, uh, 
what do they have like i can't read the time but like did they have like a 50 minutes they did have a 50 minute set yeah Yeah. because as so they start with like 30 minutes 30 minutes 30 minutes and then it's like 40 minutes 50 minutes 50 minutes and then an hour and 15 i think if i remember hour 10 yeah yeah. hour and 10 okay for chemists yeah yeah so i mean it goes they get pretty long sets as the top of the bill but um yeah 50 minutes was a good long length for a set i mean all the sets were fine they were definitely shorter sets um, we'll talk about that. I think with Mother Grace, yeah. their set was pretty short. It was really short, yeah. But the like the sets are short. But then it's this festival. It's how it works. It is closer yeah. to the yeah. bottom of the bill. You have a shorter set. Yeah. But you go out and you give it all your all, and everybody gave a fucking killer performance. Yeah. Uh, then we get to Cephalic Carnage. What did I write down for them? Oh, they had the laser. Um, going and so like at the beginning of the night, I saw the laser. Like they were like testing it and stuff, and I was like. Oh, that's interesting. Like, don't really think about lasers with <laughs> metal music. In my mind, I don't think of it. I mean, I do because of Mastodon for sure. Oh, that's true. Mastodon Tool yeah. are definitely big into yeah, the I'm laser. Yeah, Tool, but yeah, Mastodon definitely has lasers. The this band is fucking weird as shit. Yeah. Um, the imagery is all trippy and weird. It is. I couldn't. I couldn't get into them, and I don't know why. Oh, I. I got into them for sure. Okay. Fucking heavily into them because of the imagery because and all the, the trippiness. And, and I was like, this would be fucking cool to be high and just kind of kick back and relax. Well, that's true. I don't know. Weary, it, it, like, just, there's, like, a, a bunch of anime shit going on and then, like, this, like, a little warp thing that comes around yeah, and like tweaks the, it all yeah, up. Like, and It, like, goes around in circles. Then lasers that would come and form their, like, their name. Like um, a pot leaf. A pot leaf would pop up. I and I dug the music. The music was super really? fucking cool. I like oh, the I music. We're opposite on that. Then I could not get into the music. Like one of the songs was like forty seconds long. That uh, all right? Yeah, they definitely have that like napalm death. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Type bullshit, right? Yeah. But some of them are super fucking long too. Yeah. They also had a saxophone. I got the saxophone on this better than Kin Mode. Yes, um, I remember but that, yeah. still also overpowered yeah. a lot. This is a different um, saxophone. This is a baritone sax, I think. All right, whatever. Yeah, it's a saxophone. Like I, I know there's a lot sax. of different. Yeah, <laughs> I know there's a lot of different yeah. ones, but yeah. Yeah, uh, they had a shark that they threw into the pit. They did have a blow up shark. Yeah, everybody was like trying to throw it all around, and like people were riding it. It was pretty big. It's like a like that you swim with. Yep, yep. Like a, a swim floaty type thing. Uh, and then I, th- I got the vibe for the shark that people were throwing it into the pit, and then the people in the pit were like, "We don't want this fucking in here because we're trying to have fun in the pit, and it's bugging us. So let's throw it back into the crowd." No, I think it was more of like somebody in the pit would grab it and like grab it by the tail and like whirl it around, and then let go to see like where it would fly. Type oh, thing. I saw that a few times, but I saw people like chucking it like. I don't know. I I took it more as like a playful okay. thing. And then people would, as you said, like ride it. They'd get on yeah. it and like yeah. Do like the horse ride where you like smack the ass of the shark and shit. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. No, they were having fun with it. Yeah. I, was, I just was sharing a vibe that I felt like I got. I was shocked that it stayed inflated as long I as know. it did. It clearly was going down yeah. through the night. But I figured it would be like as soon as people, like as soon as they threw it in the crowd, it would just be like pop. Five, ten minutes at most. Yeah. Right. Not even five minutes. I, I wasn't giving it. I was giving it like This two thing seconds. lasted from like near the beginning of the set all the way to the end. Yeah. And yeah. it got thrown back up on stage and then back out into the crowd. Like, we don't fucking want this because this is a souvenir for you or some shit. I don't yeah. know. Um, they have a song called Quieter from the Shitter. I thought it sounded like shit. 
That's what my note says anyways. I don't know what songs they played, what they didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember that. really getting into it. And again, toward the end of the night, so I was a bit buzzed. Yeah, so. maybe that's my problem is I was completely sober, sober while watching them and it was eh. I will say the crowd banter was cute and fun at the beginning, but then toward the middle that kind of started irritating me middle and toward the end where it was, it was basically like every song of like the songs about smoking pot yeah. or getting high. Oh yeah. They uh, did do the whole, like the songs about the people who went to jail so that we could be legal because they had electric bills that were too high. Right. Whatever. And it's like, cool. We get it. You smoke weed. Yeah. And then the next song. So like, do we. Cool. Like, <laughs> but I, like I get it. You're older and like yeah. you coming up and like yeah. you had a lot rougher than we did. Cool. Or yeah. not cool. It sucks. But like every song is like, we're weed smokers. Hey, we're weed smokers. Hey, do you not know we, we, we like to get fucking high. It's like, cool. Play some fucking music. Yeah. Like if you're going to have crowd banter, like have some crowd banter. This was, yeah. it was cool and fun at the beginning. Then it just got repetitive. And I was like, fuck, which then sort of led into the music of like, all right, I'm kind of done. Yeah. Like I like your music. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the imagery kind of ready for chemists now so I, let's go so we've talked about this before on other podcasts when there's a band coming up that i'm ready to see and there's a band that i'm not really into i think i always just shit on them and i'm like get done already so we can see the band that we want to see and that's not fair on my part i'm trying to really really work on that but i really just couldn't get into their music or i couldn't get into any of it yeah, I um, I enjoyed it. It was definitely that co- sort of jazzy aspect that I was wanting, and sort yeah, of like just all over the place. Yeah. Not just the saxophone, just like the like the musical composition of oh, it okay. was sort of okay. just all over the place. Um, I, I I did enjoy the music a lot. I enjoyed the imagery a lot. I enjoyed the stage performance a lot. Just toward the end, I was yeah. You're all right. Let's chemists. move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to chemists. Let's do it. Let's get to chemists. One note is chemists. <laughs> just chemists. We've seen them before. We have, yeah. The set, even though it was an hour and ten minutes, felt short. I thought it was really short. Either like, it was short or I just was super into it and it just blew it by for really me. Fast. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it yeah. was. It just felt short. But, okay, so when we saw them this year at Milwaukee Metal Fest, it, they got 40 minutes. Yep. And I felt like that sh- set was like 20 minutes. Like, I felt like they only played like four songs and they were done. And so I think the same thing where, I mean, obviously at Milwaukee Metal Fest, they played probably like eight songs. I can't songs. remember. Yeah. But coming here, I thought the same thing. Cause like next thing I know, I'm like looking down and it was like 1220 and I knew that they were done at like 1225 or something. And I think I even wrote on my phone, like, are they going to play? Oh, oh death. death. Because I was like, it, it's over. Like, and they haven't played <laughs> that yet. Like where, where is it? Um, and then it was the very next song, I think. Yeah, yeah. But no, I thought it went by really, really fast as well. When we did catch them here in town for their headlining show um, earlier this year, I felt like that set was really long. That seemed long to me, but then every other set we've seen this year just felt short. Short, yeah. And maybe I'm, and that was the only time we saw them in a headlining role. Um, before that was always as an opener. And all those felt short. Yeah. So maybe it was just like that that transition of you were an opener, you were an opener, now you're a headliner that we're seeing you. This headlining set feels long. Then you go back to open, open, open. And it's like, oh, it just feels short, short, short. I'm expecting this yeah. long now. Yeah. But 
from I mean they headlined the festival, but from a festival perspective, I think that normally an hour and ten minutes or hour and fifteen minutes is normal for a headliner. I think so. Yeah. So I've had that same feeling of like this should be longer for the bands that I've seen that are headlining, such as like when Slipknot played Riot Fest. I think they only got an hour. Yeah, yeah, Um, that's quick. Godsmack at um, Hogfest that was really fast. Disturbed this year was really fast. So I mean, it's like when you're expecting an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, hour and 45. You only get like an hour 10. Yeah, it's it goes fast. Yeah, so. for sure. But, I mean, they didn't do much crowd banter. They had some comments and stuff. I mean, it's their home show, so, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I think one of them was, we love coming here. We haven't played here forever. Sorry about that. Let's keep playing. Um, another one was, we feel like we play this every time we're in Denver, and you know what? We don't give a shit. We love this song. Yeah. It means a lot to us. So we're playing it again. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be the only song we added to our playlist it's this time around. What The one that they play yeah. in Denver, but not at their other shows. Maybe. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was fantastic. It was kind of, so I feel like whenever we like a band, it's just like, we yeah. enjoy it. No, no. That, that's oh. just saying, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, As you said, they ended with a conversation with death. Super excited. One of my favorite songs of theirs. I think it was like, one oh, of my, it's not Oh Death. No, it's, it's not a conversation with death. Oh, okay. Which, I don't. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I don't look up chemist to listen to, but you listen to it a lot. And every time you do, I normally like if I'm listening to something, I'll like turn it down or um, even sometimes turn it off just so that I can. Yeah. Listen to chemist. So that song is definitely in my top five uh, Spotify songs this year. Oh, was it? I think it's the fifth one, possibly. Uh, another chemist song beat that song out. I oh, think. Really? which was in the pines, which oh. I was really fucking hoping yes. they would play. And they, they didn't. Uh, so that was a little disappointing for me. That's my only like disappointment thing of like, I really want you to play this. I really want you to play this. I don't think they're going to, but yeah. I would be fucking yeah. please play this. Yeah. And they, they didn't, but I totally forgot that before the show even started, we got merch that night. Oh yeah. Yeah. We did. And, um, when we went, when we saw them here at Reggie's, they had posters, but it was just for like VIP packages. So we didn't get a poster, but they were selling, that tour poster this night. So we got one of those. And then we also got the um, pull the plug patch. But yeah, uh, standing at the merch table was Phil, the vocalist from Chemist. Yeah, it was really cool. Which was interesting to see because generally, I mean, some bands often work their own merch, but generally like a headlining band or whatever has people for that. Yeah, I mean... He was there helping yeah. out, I think, just sort of hanging out. Especially it was like we got there right when the doors opened. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was really cool. As you said, the poster, we'll do a 666 on that when we get it framed in 20 yeah. years. Um, <laughs> but there is this sort of white rectangle thing at the bottom, which we think was for the band to oh, sign. Right, right. Because as you said, it was like a VIP purchase yeah. you would get and you'd get the band probably to sign it. It looks really weird with just this sort of white rectangle we're gonna framed it's just the white rectangle without any signatures by any means but um could have probably asked him like hey can we get a signature but fuck it yeah, whatever yeah. i'm i'm fine just he gave a tip on our little purchase and the guy's like oh thanks for your support and even he's like thanks yeah. for the support and he's like fuck yeah you yeah. thank you guys for playing making music like yeah. this is fucking awesome thank you yeah. so we didn't say that, but <laughs> I just said <laughs> we need to get so much better at that. I think you said like see you around. Or I did say see you around, like maybe not like see you around, and just like like of course you're gonna see me around. I'm gonna be playing on the fucking stage, <laughs> idiot. Um, We're bad at like our yeah. interactions. 
Um, chemist. It was a chemist set. I was not disappointed. I was really hoping they'd play in the pines. They oh, didn't. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I kind of knew they weren't going to, but yeah. um, someday, someday I'll hear that song live. Someday. That and uh, Rainbow in the Dark, their <laughs> cover of that. That would be fucking awesome. Well, maybe they'll come back to Chicago and play those two songs for you. That would be sick. Anyways, let's um, get to night two. Or did yeah. you have something else to say? No, I was just going to say that was day one. Oh, okay. Um, awesome time. Uh, great bands all around. Some highs, some lows. Um, but all of these bands I enjoyed. Even the little things I'm like bitching about of like, um, I don't think they, it was kind of boring to watch. Um, kind of pissed I couldn't hear the sax. Whatever. It was, it was great. I enjoyed yeah. all the bands. Yeah. I, so f- from last year to this year, I enjoyed this year better i think so far i would say the same thing yep um a good mix of music this year versus last year where like i thought that it was more like what i was saying earlier doom 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 and then like black metal and then see i don't feel like and that could be fine that that could be fine that's just what i'm remembering yeah and i'm just saying to me it was the opposite of you got doom heavy at the beginning and then death and black at the end yeah Yeah. anyways uh so night two Night two, um, seven more bands. The one difference with night two versus night one is it started an hour earlier. Yeah. Uh, but then it got over an hour earlier. <laughs> Imagine that. It's funny how that works. <laughs> so with the time difference, it was nicer on my part. So Friday night started at doors at five. Um, Saturday night doors at four. Yep. Still kind of early for like a show. But yeah. Yeah, it's but a when festival, you have seven bands, so yeah. Though. Yeah, when you have seven bands, you have to start early yep. or go until 2 a.m. Uh, so night two started with Astral Tomb, Mother of Graves, The Keening, Crips, Primitive Man, Midnight, and then headlining was Agaloc. Yeah, Headli- that's head- how you sorry. pronounce it. Sure. <laughs> sorry, I heard somebody say it. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I think it's Aguilar. I had no clue what the, how to pronounce this name, so yeah. So starting with Astro Tomb, uh, not headlining the night, uh, uh, opening the night. Um, again, a three-person band, but they only had two guitars and a drum. They did not have a bass. I did notice that yeah. no bass. Yeah. Um, at first, I was like, uh, "Where's the bass?" Yeah. But then I, I like the bass in music. I do I really, too. I, I really like the bass. I do too. I, especially in the last year and a half that we've seen a lot of shows, I love picking up the bass and then I'll watch the bass player like play and stuff. Um, so yeah, that was kind of disappointing, but it was, but also the music was great. It I was did great. enjoy their music yeah, a lot. Yeah. They went hard. They were having a fucking blast yes. on stage. Yes. Young um, kids too. Young. Like and that's why I'm seeing with the Munsons as well. They were young and that's why I was like, they have to be newer, but I mean, they could have been playing for five years and we're just fucking old. Probably in high school. And now they're done in high school and I mean, they're 18. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old they. They were fucking young. They could be like, uh, my guess 26, is early twenties. Probably early, early 20s. Tw- probably early twenties, but they could be older than that. We're just getting older ourselves. We are getting older, yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they were going hard, like knocking over mic stands that were drum kit was getting knocked over because <laughs> they're like kit. jumping all over yes. the place and having people come out and like reset up the mics yes. and yeah, it was. It was a fun way to open the night, and I was, I actually got really, I mean, I loved the guitar riffs, even though we just shit on that they only had guitar and no um, uh, bass, but 
then with the energy that they had and the fun that they were having, like jumping all over the place and everything, it was just a great way to open night two. I thought so too. It, and think they're listed as like a black metal or death metal or oh, something, really? something like that, or melodic. I, I don't know exactly what genre they're in. Yeah. I picked up very heavy thrashy elements. I thought so too, but that could just be the guitar riffs. It could be, yeah. yeah. But I had a blast. I thought the music was great. Um, their stage performance for sure it kept me engaged yeah. Yeah. and got me pumped for the night. Uh, it was it was awesome. I I loved it. It was so good. Yeah, Astral Tomb for sure. Um, a band I want to see again. I'd love to see them come through yeah. Chicago at yeah. Reggie's, be, I assume. Oh, I was going to say it'd be kind of fun to see them on a bigger stage where they can move around more. No, see what no, they make can it do. smaller. You make want it, it smaller? Make it smaller and just watch them tear it the fuck apart. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck it. There, there's no room for us up here. We're going to go down to the crowd so, and hang out in the crowd. And play. That's true. We, we saw a band that did that once. Um, it kind of reminded me, I can't remember what the show's called, but or the movie's called, but where like they. Um, are in high school and they start a band and like the bass is like a upright bass. Oh, um, uh, Lords of Metal. Lords of Metal, yes. And then they have a bassist that comes in to like audition and he's like jumping all the fuck around and everything. That's what it reminded me of. And I was like, oh, we should watch that movie again. <laughs> but but then we get to Mother of Graves. Yes, Mother of Graves. So going into this festival, um, definitely excited for Chemist. A little bit more so for Mother of Graves. <laughs> Um, we saw Mother of Graves earlier this year when they opened for Chemist at Reggie's. Yes, yeah. I think that was their first show outside of Indiana. It was, yes. And and we didn't know that Mother of Graves was going to be there even. They weren't even on the bill. So as you said, that poster we got, they're not on that, yeah. that poster. Yeah. I don't think they traveled with Chemist for every show. No, I that think, was the only one that they played. I think Chemist just brought local bands yes. for like a fourth opener, yeah. basically their fourth yeah. band, um, which was fucking awesome yeah. because... Honestly, like that night, Chemist put on a killer fucking show. That was the same night of Notre Dad. Um, <laughs> yes. But Mother of Graves that night was the big takeaway for me of like. Me too. Holy fuck. These guys yes. are awesome. I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't expecting them to begin with. And when they came on, just their sound was so fucking good. Yeah. They start off with like keyboard and then yes. just doom vocals. And it, it just flows. Like it, they are definitely a band where if you want to talk about the vocals mixing well with the musical instruments they are prime example and they've only been performing for like two years not long yeah it hasn't been long maybe maybe four years now because i think 2019 right but i'm not sure but but yeah after that show like chemist chemist was awesome but mother graves is like the big takeaway for me so Seeing Chemist on the bill for this um, festival and then seeing Mother of Graves, I was like, fuck, yes, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. I need to, We need to go see here. Yeah. And it was questionable if we were, if we were even going to go to the show because you were supposed to be traveling for work. I was, yeah. And that got pushed back. So we were able to actually be in the be able yeah. to travel for yeah. this and go to it. Earlier in the year, like we messaged Mother of Graves for a merch incident that happened. <laughs> um, not on our part, but... Like, we just got extra merch that we didn't order. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, hey, how do we return this? And they were like, basically keep it sort of thing. And I mentioned, I was like, man, I wish we could see you at Decibel. Like, we were, we're sad that we're going to miss it. Like, hopefully we catch a show next year. And sure enough, we were able to go. Luckily got to go. Yeah. Um, so going in, I was super fucking excited for this set. Me too. 
Uh, they played. They played this basically the same set. I'm I'm assuming basically the same set that they played. Probably they started the same. I know yeah. that. I don't remember all the songs that they played. They might have played longer here than they did with Chemist. See, I feel like they played longer with Chemist. This felt oh, really? very short to me oh. as well. Uh, okay. Maybe because I was just super excited and I wanted yeah. a longer set. Yeah. But it felt very short. They did play one new song because they're working on new music. They are, yeah. And yeah. they come out and they're like, yep, we're going to play a new song for you. Um, working on new music and that's all I'm allowed to say. So I'm going <laughs> to shut up and play. And I don't know. It was it was awesome. Their set was fucking awesome. Although I did not enjoy it as much. Because most of my attention was focused on this one drunk motherfucker. Yeah. Just in the crowd. And it was only the second band. Second band. We haven't even been there an hour. And they were doing sound check and this guy walks up and he's like, Yeah. Um like they're like they're getting up, they're doing their vocals, they're like, check, check. You know, whatever yeah. the deep vocal you're checking and the mic check, right? Yeah. And then the guy comes out there whenever he does like his little vocal check, and then the guy's like, yeah. and they're just like and he's like, he points down to him like, thank you for being engaged and wanting to fucking just be pumped for this. You could tell he was a little out of it at that yeah. point. And I was like, it's fucking not even an hour into this. How, <laughs> how'd you get this fucked up this quick? Well, you don't get fucked up like that bear. I guess not. You drink before going. <laughs> Maybe. I guess not. I didn't see a wristband on him. I was looking to see if he would been poor, like being, going around yeah. in the booth to be poured. Because also I feel like. If you're doing that, the people working those tables would be like, no, you're not getting any more. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Um, but no, he was not belligerent or anything. He was just having a good time, but also very drunk and stumbly. Stumbly. It was the stumbly part of it that distracted me sometimes. Yeah. But I just, there were some guys that kind of took care of him. So in my mind, I was like, I'm going to focus on the band. <laughs> yeah, like he would go over, like there really wasn't much of a crowd. No, so we were yet. very close yeah. to the rail. Yeah. He was basically second from the rail, but he was hanging on the people on the rail, like reaching over them. And in all honesty, I assumed someone would get pissed and beat the shit out of him. Nobody was pissed at all. Yeah. People are like, he's drunk. He's having a good time. Let him do his thing. It's fine. Passed out or not passed out, tripped and fell on the ground a couple times. People helped him up. Uh, moved him to the back, came back with a glass of water, drank that, and then tripped and fell on the ground again, got picked up and moved back to the back again. I can't remember if he ended the night up front or not for that. For the night? No, not for, oh, for, for the band. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but also the crowd interaction, you know, with Mother Graves was, hey, take care of uh, take care of yourselves, take care of your friends. And I, I took it as, hey, this guy is a little out of it. Make sure we're taking care of him. We're watching out for him. We understand. Like, we've all been there. We've all been, you know, super excited and a little fucked up to do certain things. So it happens. Don't let it ruin your night. Don't let it ruin his night. Watch out for each other, which I thought was really great. It was like a, like a sort of nudge of like, hey, we're in a community. We're fucking awesome to each other. Like, let's yeah. look out for each yeah. other. I would agree. No, I, I mean, even with the drunk guy, whatever. I mean, you're at a concert shit happens but yeah i still was able to focus on the music and enjoyed i i really really enjoyed them when we saw them in reddies earlier this year which i think was in april if i remember it was right. yeah it was like yeah. the second or third show of the year yeah um i really enjoyed them there and that was obviously the first time we had seen them or heard their music at all 
But this time, I think I even enjoyed it more because I knew some of the song. Or and you knew what to expect. Knew the music and everything. And I was pumped to, like, hear the uh, keyboard at the beginning and, like, go into the vocals and everything. Yeah, as you said, like, their opening track is just fucking killer. And it's um actually Where the Shadows Adorn is the, the title of that opening track. And as you said, like the keyboards there and then leading into just those doom vocals yes. and then the heavy riffs coming in on top yeah. of that. Fucking amazing track. Just the way it flows. You're going to that sort of mellow sort of like, all right, I'm, I'm chilled out. I'm relaxed. And then boom, hit in the face. Like, oh, I fucking love that track. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So much. For something I was, I was just thinking about as we we're talking about or as you were explaining that song, something that I've noticed is sometimes newer bands granted i don't know if any of these guys have been in other bands or anything but like sometimes newer bands like their first or second albums are kind of like them trying to find their sound or you know like you know just trying out things to see what kind of sticks and i think that for their first album they got it like right away like just how the songs are mixed together and how how they flow together how the vocals flow and everything i just think it's perfectly done yeah, and they're they're a younger band for sure. Like this, I think, as you said, their first album. It came out in like twenty twenty two. Yeah, I think they had some EPs and shit before yeah, that yeah, in like yeah. the twenty twenties, like yeah. early twenty twenties. Yeah, I thought I saw something about twi- like they were formed in twenty nineteen or something, but that could be wrong. Yeah, so. but they're also they seem like older dudes, as you said. They've probably yeah. been bouncing around yeah. playing music forever, and yeah. just they found the right group of guys to. You're saying m- older dudes? They're probably our age. Yeah, we're older. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, like okay. we're old. They're not. They're not. They're astral not, tomb. Like yeah, they're not straight out of high school. Eighteen year old kids yeah. here, like yes. balls of fucking energy jumping all over the place. Yes. Like basically, if Red Bull was a person, that's the energy you would get. Like yeah. that bullshit. Yeah. Like no, they seem like older guys. They have gray <laughs> in their hair. Um, you can see it from the fucking crowd. I don't have gray hair. Sure. Um. <laughs> Anywho, Mother Graves, one of the main reasons I wanted to go there. Yes. Uh, they didn't disappoint. I let myself get distracted by other ongoings, but that's live music. You're yeah. going to get distracted potentially. It's kind of the fun aspect of live music is you don't know what the fuck you're going to get. And in any case, uh, I enjoyed their stuff yeah. a lot. And hopefully, I mean, it sounds like new music is coming next new year. New music, a tour? A tour probably is coming next year, so... At I'm, least I'm ready to see him again. Indianapolis isn't far from Chicago, yeah. so a little quick trip up here maybe. I don't know. I'm happy yeah. with just one out-of-state show. Yeah, hopefully they make it to Chicago and not West Chicago like everybody's going. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, awesome fucking band. I yes. love these guys. Yeah. I love their music. and I can't wait to see them again. A big draw for us to come to this yeah. festival for yeah. sure. To be fair, even if they weren't there and Chemist wasn't there, we'd still fucking show oh, up Oh, yeah, this. we would have went. Yeah, yeah. After last year's experience and just loving it. Yeah. Not knowing any and of the it's bands. In Denver. Yeah. I mean, like, who doesn't it. like going to Denver? So I don't know. Denver in winter, though. I'm done with that. <laughs> Let's move the Denver beer or metal and beer fest to. I like June. it, though. I kind of like the. I like where it is. I with like the, the coldness. Dry, I don't like the dry weather. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, back to the music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get the keening the next, keening. right? Yeah. You got really, really excited for the keening when you saw that there was a violin and a keyboardist. All right, so we were very close for Mother of Graves, wanted to be up there, and you're like, you know, like I just kind of want to hang back and toward the back tonight. Is that cool? I was like, sure, let's go ahead and do that. 
We did. Uh, while they were doing their setup for the keening. And then I noticed a keyboard came out. I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of cool. And then I saw a violin. I was like, you know what? We're going to go up here. It's really open right here toward the front. We'll move back after this. And we, I, wa- I want to see this. I'm. We never stood by the back anyways. I'm intrigued to see what the fuck's going to happen here. Just like I was for Kinmo the night before. Of oh, like, okay. okay. Oh, I've never seen a saxophone in a metal in a metal uh, band before. Let's uh, let's see what this is all about. And part of me is like, I'm going to be just as disappointed as I was with Kin Mode, right? Where, eh, it's, it's going to be fine. I'm not going to be able to hear the violin or some shit like that. Um, I'll save my judgment because I think you have some pretty strong feelings about the Keening. I already said their collab was my favorite beer. Um, what... Were you excited because of the violin or the keyboard? I got at all? excited. Okay. I was like, oh, this is going to be different. This is going to be great. This is like, I guess in my mind, it was kind of like a um, Elvetti type situation. Or yeah, Elta I thought the same thing. Yep. Type situation. That's what I was hoping for is a situation like that where, well, I'm saying situation, a sound like that. Yeah. Like where it's, you know, fast, hard going music. With violin added on top. With violin, yeah. Like, you definitely get some tracks from some metal bands that will put violin on, like, the top or in the back. And I really like that. I really love the the sound of a violin being played alongside stuff. And if you can do it with, like, your highs and your lows and your, like, your deep growls and, like, shit like that. If you can meld it together well, it can be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was super excited for that, too. Yeah, and I like um, alternative instruments, I mean, that's different than just a guitar or bass or yeah, drum. Yeah. But it started very, very slow. And the vocals were very, very not my thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Nothing against, I mean, so I just, every single song was slow except for the last 20 seconds of their performance. This is my own perspective. Well, not my own perspective. All the music was very slow except for the last 20 seconds. From what last year was for the metal and beer festival. And then from being at a festival where all the bands are like going heavier and like, um, just metal music in general, this was not what I wanted. And this is not something that I want to stand through, even though it was only 30 minutes at a metal show. In my opinion, I liked how the composition, the music came together. I thought that, Everything flowed really well. You could hear the violin. The vocals went with the music that was being played. It just wasn't anything that I wanted to hear at this show. Okay. Okay. So I think that it, they have a spot that I would like to listen to their music, but it's not at Decibel Metal and Beer Fest. So I, I somewhat disagree with that Decibel Beer Metal. And this is my own personal opinion. Yeah, I understand that's yeah. your, your, your point of view, your thought, what you want to see. Um, I think it fits. It's fine um, at this particular festival for sure. It's definitely doom metal for sure. It's just very, very fucking slow, slow doom. Um, I didn't get any doom aspect. Just the vocals, the way it's flowing, the 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 music itself, and they like, I don't know. It's I I have to disagree. I, I'm just gonna disagree. I okay, yeah, with that aspect of it. So. I, I classified as Doom, and I'm pretty sure it is classified as I'm Doom I'm going to look it up as on Wikipedia and see what they say. Um, but I think that fit fine from that standpoint, just to like articulate that Doom Metal can be this slow. 
and you don't have to have the super fucking fast riffs. Everything can like it, it. It can be this. This is also good music. This is also something you should check out. Um, so I did like that. I did like where it was in terms of the bill where they fell. Um, I fucking loved this band so much. The vocals, the sound, the instruments. Um, since the end of this this performance, I have listened to this album like three or four times. Oh, sure. Yeah, I knew since it was then. like, like I yeah. fucking fell in love with this so hard. It's so goddamn good. Um, but I do agree that while I think it was fine for this particular festival, uh, it did feel a little off. Um, it did feel like this would be better in more of a loungy sort of, um, more relaxed setting than like a stand up all day festival type thing. Yeah. Yeah. If this was in something where, like I said, a lounge, uh, voodoo lounge growing up back in back home, right? Yeah. Where you have a bunch of couches in this dark, dim room. That would fit fucking perfectly with this. I was also thinking of that, like, Spirits Bar in Milwaukee, that, like, haunted bar. Like, this would be a fucking killer act for, like, that particular venue. So, again, I do think it was fine where it was, but I do think there are other venues that suit this better. Um, the music, though, was fucking phenomenal. I thought, I like I said, I've listened to this, like, four or five times. I want more music. They just came out this year with this EP, I think. Or this album, like in September, but was they're releasing an album? Or they just released an album yesterday? Oh, did they really? Fuck, I didn't see that. Little Bird or something. Little Bird was the song. uh, Oh, was it a song? That this that was yeah yeah yeah. okay. Um, shit. All right. Yeah. Um, But I think the the lead lady who was the vocal and the piano and guitar. Uh, has been doing shit for many years now. Uh, so I kind of want to check out her other stuff, but like it sounds like this is her, the, the first project for this particular incarnation. Um, yeah, I, I, this is a band I will see anytime they come around. Yeah, I'll have to see what the, like if I want to go see them, if what the venue is and who's with them. I don't know, maybe in a different venue, I'll have a different idea but like I said like I like the composition of the music it's just it wasn't what I wanted to hear when I was there and I remember after the second song I was just like I was ready to just like walk away from the stage and be like I'm I don't want to listen to this anymore (laughs) but was it because you didn't know what to expect now that you know what to expect going in maybe you'd be a little more possibly and maybe I'd have a different ear on it if I'm thinking that it's do or like try to pick up a doom aspect but I don't remember ever hearing any doomy part of it i got like melodic i don't even know what to say because it's not very melodic it unless maybe it's like melodic doom maybe i don't know is yeah. that a genre i don't know out, out of the fifty-seven thousand genres, <laughs> genres of metal but i don't know i just maybe i would have like a different aspect of it depending on where we are i agree if it's like a loungy setting that would be really interesting um not that they're going to be on a cruise or anything, but like in on like a cruise, like in one of the, you know, the second stages in a lounge or something like just sit back and like listen to the music. I'm, it's just, it wasn't for me. Yeah. I, it's fine. No, I, not everything's yeah. for. I, I do think like the lounge aspect would be a really cool. I did notice, I was thinking that when they were playing, like I kind of feel like this isn't, 
the right venue, but I can, I'm fine with it being here, honestly. But it would be enhanced if it was more in a loungy sort of setting. I think that'd be awesome. That's what I'm thinking through in my head as I'm watching them. And then as I'm thinking this, I start to hear chatter behind me. This is the only band I think I heard chatter yeah, throughout probably. the entire festival. Probably. But that's because the music was so soft and quiet, you could hear it. Right, and it kind of pissed me off that I heard chatter. It's like, fucking shut up and let them play. Enjoy the music. Just get into it. But then I was like, but if this is a lounge, like at a bar or something, you would have that chatter going on. So actually, yeah, it kind of fits what I want to have. I don't <laughs> like it, but it fits with what I kind of, where I expect to see yeah. you type of the sound. Yeah. Um, I loved it. To me, this was the band of the festival. Like I said, with Mother Graves, um, with Chemist, how they, they stole my, they stole the show for me. The Keening stole the show for me. I fucking love this music so much. As I said, I've already listened to like, it's been a couple days and I've just listened to the album nonstop several times already. I fucking love this shit. Cool. We it definitely is, disagree on that. It is cool. And you're going <laughs> to love it too someday after you hear me play it. 40,000 no. times. No. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> Any hoodles. The Keening. Awesome. Check them out. Uh, they are an amazing band. You'd be shocked. Even Karen thinks they're awesome. Um, and that we're going to end on that with The Keening and move on to uh, Crips, right? Crips. Yeah. Uh, again, Karen loves The Keening. Uh, the Crips is next. <laughs> oh, This is where I stop taking notes. This is where you stop <laughs> taking notes. Yeah. So this... All I have is Doom Black Metal. Oh, yeah, yeah, these guys. I remember them. I think yeah. they're Finnish. Yes, they are Finnish, yeah. Um, yeah. They... I didn't know until they talk. I yeah. think that is so fantastic that... Well, maybe not because maybe they're molding their singing or their, like, vocal voices to, like, the singing vocals to American ears or, like, more English ears. But I love when you hear a band sing and then like you don't know until they talk that they're not from yeah here or Eng you know even even like um believe from within like when they talk where are they from scotland Scottish? yeah yes Scottish? yeah yeah, yeah but yeah so. it's like all of a sudden it's like oh i did not pick up on that yep in the vocals uh i remember enjoying their music a lot i was still pretty high on the keening um but i do remember like in their their shit a lot quite quite honestly i liked it but i think i liked it more because so okay i don't want to go back to the keening but i think during the keening i was like why are they ahead of mother of grace mother of grace is so much better in my opinion in your opinion in yeah, my yeah, opinion yeah. and then going off of the keening to the crypts i was like okay now we're back into it <laughs> now we're back thank into you. it thank you for going back to something heavier uh it was heavier for sure um it was a good set. It was a good performance. Uh, not a whole lot that I remember other than just being like, oh, this is this is good. I think the lighting was pretty dim on them, so you didn't really, there yes. wasn't a lot of, yeah. 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 Just a very dim, dark stage. Yeah, but that's set to the music. Though, it is, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, no, I wasn't saying, like, telling you that, that yeah, but, yeah. like, how their music came across, like, the dim lighting really, like, set the show. Yeah, yeah. Even better. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. It was That was awesome, for sure. Uh, anything else for them before the Primitive Man? No, we could talk about the Primitive Man. Let's do the Primitive Man. <laughs> so this was a three-person band. Yep, yep. Uh, two larger guys and then a drummer. Yep. Bassist and guitarist. I think so. 
and the bassist was was vocals, if I remember right. Can't remember. Um, was I wrong on that? I was starting to get very fuzzy at this point in the night. Oh, so your my memory free is, beer was <laughs> yeah my my memory is getting a little fuzzy at this time. I remember enjoying them quite a bit. It was definitely like a death metal, black metal type yeah, feel to it. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but I was a bit fuzzy. You're getting fuzzy. Yeah. I honestly, so at this point, my old body was starting to be like, I'm done standing okay. after two days of no seats. <laughs> um, and I was to the point of like, I just want to see midnight and let's go sort of thing. I remember you telling me that, like, I'm kind of ready. Yeah. I might not stay for the last band. Um, something happened. So I'm pretty sure it was during Primitive Man, but something happened to my mood. Nothing, like, happened. Just my mood switched. Okay. And I was done being in a crowd. I was done being around people. I was done standing. I was done. I wanted water. I, like, there was lots of things happening all at once, and I was just, like, I am done. Let me go home. <laughs> so, it, but I knew I wanted to see Midnight. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to stick out the night. So obviously. At least check out the, the yeah, headliner a yeah. little bit. Like I wasn't going to leave. I mean. Yeah. I knew I wasn't going to leave, but it that impacted. You were saying you were fuzzy from beer drinking. I was impacted in listening to the Primitive Man. Not the Primitive Man, but listening to Primitive Man. Uh Due to my mental yeah, situation. Gotcha. Um, again, don't remember a whole lot. I do remember enjoying what... Like, I didn't have a bad experience through the entire festival, for sure. Um, and I enjoyed the music. I just can't... Remember what happened. Can't remember a whole lot, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, definitely alcohol-related. For you, I think, was mental-related. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, people just... Gave me a circle. I would have been fine. <laughs> Bubble or something. Maybe I should just went into the middle of the pit and been like, you guys just have fun around me. I'm yeah. going to take up my space. Um, they were at Reggie's not too long ago, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. So I kind of oh. wish we would have known that. See, when you look at Reggie's we do. more often. Um, so hopefully they come back around and I'll be less fuzzy to check them out. But yeah. definitely a band I want to check out. Yeah. Like I said, all these bands I want to check out again. But yeah. But midnight. then Midnight. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see Midnight. A couple times now. So this our third year. time this year. <laughs> yeah, this year. Um, first time was at Milwaukee Metal Fest and then with dancing. Yep. And then yep. this time. All three of their sets, to some extent, felt unique. And the first one at Milwaukee Metal Fest was the closest one to this set yeah. in terms of feel. Um. At Danzig a little while ago. Danzig. Danzig, sorry. Um, a little while ago. They felt very punky, I felt like. I remember you saying that after after their performance. And I didn't get that vibe this time. But do you think that was because of the Danzig vibe? Either that or I was thinking the set design. So oh, okay. that particular set there were sort of like steps that you can go up. Behemoth used them really well. Yeah. They used them like jumping on the set, uh, jumping off the stairs, jumping on their amps, shit like that. It was a much larger set yes. that yeah. they had yeah. our stage to play yeah. on. It's at the Aragon. We saw them at the Aragon. So. Right. This one being smaller, you can't necessarily do as much, right? Yeah. So 
maybe it was just sort of they're playing the stage they had and they're maybe. doing what they can, yeah. putting on a, the best performance for that particular yeah. stage, which is fucking awesome that a band has that awareness to be like, shit, we can do a lot more. We can bounce around. We can go all over the fucking place. And I, I kind of thought about like, well, if they open for Slipknot, like there's no way they're right jumping up on the the <laughs> drum kits on the like yeah. left and right, right? Yeah. And jumping off that shit. Or shit, maybe they would. I don't fucking <laughs> they know. Might, yeah. Um I, I don't know. It just made me like we're an opener. Uh we're gonna use the headliner set a little bit to have some fun. Or just like we're gonna use the stage area we have to put on the best show for this stage. Where again, every time you see them it's a little bit different because of the stage and how they interact yeah. with it and how they interact with the crowd. And they did a lot of crowd interaction that was unique to this this crowd. I don't know. I I loved it. I felt like each show we've seen them at so far this year has been a unique feel and sh- vibe because of the venue they're playing, yeah. which is awesome to think about a band feeling different depending on what venue right. you see them in. But it's also really good from a perspective of their performance that they can adapt to whatever stage that they're on to give a different show. And also sometimes seeing a band three times, like, most people don't see a band three times in a year, but like for us, we've seen them three times in a year. And sometimes it is like, okay, that was a three days grace show. Cool. Like, you know, like right. they put on the same performance and everything. So th- this aspect of you saying those three different shows, I didn't really notice that. But now when you say it, I'm like, you're right. It was a lot of different. It's a different vibe from when we saw them a couple months ago. Um, honestly, I don't remember much from Walking Metal Fest of them, but you know, like it definitely was different than a couple months ago. And it just, it gives a vibe of, you know, like I definitely want to see them now again. And I don't think it would be like, well, it was a midnight show. Like, you know, it's like, it was a midnight show at this venue. Yeah. 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 Like it's the venue is going to help change it. Like, I don't know exactly. I don't remember a whole lot from Milwaukee middle fest either, other than being like, Oh shit, these guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, I like yeah, I that. Remember that. Yeah. And yeah. then when they were at Danzig being like, fuck, this is gonna be awesome midnights there. I love midnight. They're great. But then when they were playing, it's like, I don't remember them being like this. And then a couple months later here, being like, I don't remember them being like this again. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. It's it's really fucking cool. As I said, the crowd interaction was awesome. I saw this bit of crowd interaction as them throwing a massive bag of weed into the crowd. Yes. And I talked to another guy who's like, there's no way that was real weed because there's no way they're going to spend two, three grand on weed to throw into the crowd. But you had a different take. It wasn't them throwing it into the crowd, but it was, but it wasn't. Yeah. So somebody from the crowd threw it on stage and then they threw it back in the crowd because they were like, we don't do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm pretty sure, I don't know if that was real weed. I mean, I don't know. I, I did don't see. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a couple of people like open the bag and like I thought they were passing it around each other. But then I did see the bag bounce around throughout the crowd later on also. Um, but yeah, I was talking to a guy and we thought they threw it in. You said somebody threw it on. They threw it back. Um, anywho, uh, great fucking performance for sure. Yeah, I'm, I mean, just like what you said, I'm ready to see them again as well. So I think it was during... Their performance, I decided to go get some water, my last beer for the night. I was just going to get one Yeah, I pour. think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, ran into a guy, a, a bigger guy, 
And I think he may have been in Primitive Man. I don't know. There weren't many bigger guys there, and the bands were bouncing around. Um, but I was wearing a ginger shirt, and you're like, just, hey, you're my girlfriend's shirt. And just talking to him about ginger and music and whatnot. Bit fuzzy, as I said, so I don't know how that conversation fully went. But eventually he convinces me, hey, we need to go get some beer. And it's like, that was what I was going to do. It's like, I'm going to Three Floyds. It's like, that's where I was going to stop. I'm going to get handy one last time for the night. Like, that was going to be my goodnight beer type thing. Goodnight beer. <laughs> goodnight beer, yeah. Uh, so we make our way up there, walk up to the 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 Three Floyds folks, and uh, music's loud. Live music's loud. You Is can't it? always, can't really talk between people. So I find myself, in a, as I drink, um, to start using hand signals a little better, like, we went to Milwaukee Metal Fest, and I wanted a beer hug, so I just hugged myself when I'd go get a beer. Turns out, apparently, that's ASL for hug, actually. One of the bartenders apparently knew ASL, so, like, be- became best friends. Just every time I'd walk up, I'd, like, <laughs> hug, and she'd, like, hug back, and then here's a beer. Like, knew what the fuck we wanted. Um, also, at Milwaukee Metal Fest, you wanted a Coke, so I just walk up, put one finger on a nostril, and they're like... <laughs> Uh, you want a beer hug and a Coke? Gotcha. Like, see, basic hand signals. You know what you mean when you do certain things. Um, so, Hanji. Sounds like hand job. Cool. Uh, so, I just walk up and I just do like a little... Uh, the guy working three floors just kind of looks at me. and I think he does like the, you're cut off type thing. Or you're... I didn't take it as you're cut off. I took it as like, it's gone. So, I was like, oh, okay. And I look back down and I'll do this then instead. And then he kind of like laughs and like gestures me over. And he's like, nobody has ever done that. I knew what you meant when you did it, but nobody has ever done that. Pours me a hand G at that point. Took a little sip and was like, wait, wait, how is that possible? You guys have been making this shit forever. Like, how is this the first time somebody's walked up and like just did, <laughs> give me a hand G, please. Like even talking to my friends before going to this. And they're like, well, they don't have it. Maybe you can like, you can go out back and get one for like 20 bucks or something. I don't know. Um, but as I'm doing that, talking to him, the guy I followed up there, like, you need to get this marshmallow hangy thing. I was like, well, I got it right here. He's like, all right, take a drink. I took a drink. He's like, no, you gotta like chug that thing. I was like, no, this isn't chugging beer. This is, you kind of like enjoy it. Also, it's too cold. You need to let it warm up to get like the full flavor and enjoy it at its fullest. No, you're making me sad, man. So all right, fine, fuck it, chug it. Good job. Let's do another one. Another one of those hand juice. Like, God damn it. Chug another one. That's not really a chug. It's a shot, right? It's a yeah, shot it's a basically shot. at yeah, that it's, point. It's like this big. Yeah. yeah. All right. We do like two or three hand juice, like shots. And then, uh, then I get like a, another little pour of something. And then he gets distracted and goes off this way. And I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here or I'm going <laughs> to be fucking passed out real soon. So I think we did a photo and some shit. I don't know. Like he got distracted and was like, I, I've got to go. I'm going to fucking be shit-faced. I, I'm not going to be able to move. And yeah, that was uh, the last beer of the night for me, for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was in the middle of midnight. I think it was in the yeah. middle of midnight, because then I come back and it's like, all right, I'm good. I, I'm not moving again. I'm not leaving again. I, I'm done for the night. And not having food throughout the entire day. This is where I was really craving that pizza, but I knew we had food back in the room. So I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to eat, but that pizza looks good. My <laughs> stomach's hurt and I need some food. Yeah. Um, in any case, midnight, I want to see him again. I want to see if it 
if seeing them a fourth time is yet a fourth feel, a fourth different sort of take on Midnight. Yeah, to see where, like, especially see them at a different venue that we haven't seen yet. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to Agaloc. Agaloc. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, I hope. Yeah. So the night before, after uh, Symphonic Carnage. Cephalic. Cephalic Carnage. Um, our, our pronunciations today are so <laughs> great. <laughs> it felt like the crowd sort of thinned out yeah, a bit for yeah. Chemist, which was a yeah. little disappointing yeah. because I was there for Chemist. Yeah. Symphonic Carnage was awesome. I enjoyed them. Yeah. But Chemist was better. I like Chemist better than these guys. Sorry, but. Yeah. That's just your own personal taste. Exactly, yeah. it is. And I do have to say. From last year, it was Cannibal Corpse and Pig Destroyer as the headliners. As the two headliners. And this year, the two headliners were like a little bit more mellow. Vastly fucking different. Very different. But again, like just showing the range of not only metal, but of this, of these like four or five sub genres of metal that don't get a whole lot of love. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but let's talk about this this band. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what to expect, it, but like I was saying, it thinned out the night before. This night seemed to get thicker yeah, as they as the were went. Yeah. going on. Yeah, definitely as they were going on, and I think a lot of people were there to see them. Yes. Um, we talked to somebody. Was it before they went on, or was it before midnight even went on? I don't know. Um, oh, you were fuzzy, so who knows? Uh, but they basically said, like, this band's not touring. Like they haven't been, you know, like they haven't been touring around. I think they played um, a festival. A woman had a shirt on of it. And I, now I can't think what it is. Like, her, but they don't play that often. They live. don't play that often. Yes, yeah. yeah. So they played it somewhere earlier this year um, at a festival. Um, again, kind of a festival like this, not like a Danny Wimmer or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. but like kind of just like a small, a smaller type festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I. I could picture her shirt, like, the back of it, but I can't think of what the name was of the festival. But, yeah, so, like, the person we were talking to basically was, like, they're not, like... They're not a touring band. They're not touring, yeah. They, they're a band that makes music, and they just do their own yeah. thing. They don't need a tour. So to he, to see them live is, like, you have to catch them at something like this. So it makes sense why the crowd was so dense yes. by the end of the night. Because it's, like, who knows when we'll get to see them yeah. again. Maybe never. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe yeah. never. Maybe How much we say that, whenever, and then they'll yeah. do a tour next year or something. <laughs> but but no, this is, I'm just going to, I don't know anything about this band, so I'm just going off of what this guy was saying. Yeah, and so when they started, they came out on stage, and it was sort of a, a lot of thank yous. Like, thank you for being here. Thanks for supporting other music. Thank you, Decibel, for putting this on. Thank you for, like, just all their thank yous yeah. and all of that. Yeah. And then it's, that's it. We're done talking for the night. Um, enjoy the music. And, like, there's going to be no crowd banter and we're just going to play music. And it kind of made me think of dead and company a little bit where there's really not a whole lot of crowd banter. It's just, we're going to get up here. We're going to play some music, put on a show for you and it's going to flow. It's going to be good. And that kind of felt the same way here. Just heavier music for sure of like, you've got our songs. We're going to play our songs and it's going to sort of flow together. We're not going to talk to you again. We're just, we're here to enjoy the moment, enjoy the music have fun and i fell in love with the music super fucking quick i figured you would i don't know after the first song i was a little nervous that it was an instrumental only band yeah because the first song that they played had no vocals well 
I, I don't know their music that well. Was it the first song or did it flow? Like, it might was have that flowed. the intro into it the. It could have been an intro and if yeah. it flowed into the other song. I but don't I'm seeing, is it either. the intro to a song? I don't, not like into another song, but that was the intro to that song. Oh, no, because like they played and then they stopped. Did they stop? Okay. And then, I mean, because it wasn't like just play, flow into the next one. They would like actually stop. Oh, okay. Get the okay. cheers and everything. And then they would start the next song. And there was some vocals. Just the vocals is not, he- they're not vocal heavy or vocal focused at all. It's all, it's instrumental focus. And definitely that doomy more style vocal of like, it's, it's the vocal is fitting into the music yeah, as yeah. a whole. Yeah. 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 But even that it's, it's um, very limited on the vocals that are performed throughout their whole, whole performance. Not just. Yeah. Yeah. Know, for like sure. The first couple songs. Um, it's, I liked the music. For the night, um, it got repetitive for me, and I don't know why. Mm, and I think I need to listen to it more, but it almost seemed like the song sounded s- very, very similar, which, I mean, I listen to bands that the songs, every song sounds <laughs> Every song is the same song. Yeah, basically, which is different vocals. Um, so I'm not saying anything about that. It's just... I didn't really differentiate between what they were playing. Everything had the same feeling to it, in my opinion. Yeah, I can kind of see that for sure. Um, I, I, I can I can get where you're coming from for sure. There was enough uniqueness between the songs for me to like stay engaged and really like. Uh, the instrumental aspect, I love instrumentals. So, like, the I'm not really a vocal person. I know you're very big into vocals. So, for me, that was fine. Uh, but just the vibe of it all, and I don't know, it, it felt really well, and I was like, fuck, I'm super excited to learn about this band now, finally, and get into them. Second best band of the vessel, the Keening being number one. Um, but th- these guys are fucking phenomenal, I thought. It, in your opinion. In Yes, in the <laughs> correct opinion. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. I really, really like these guys. I was disappointed that I was getting, as I said, fuzzy, uh, aka drunk, um, and needing food, and I was I was done too. So when we ended up getting our coats, I think leaving before the end of their set. Um, it was right at the end. It was right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we um. Because they came out for their encore also. Yeah, so I was going to say that. They came out for the encore, they started playing, and then the middle vocals and guitar lost power. Power. Yeah. And they played it off as, like, we broke the summit. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah. But it took a long time to get the vocal. And then once they got the middle back, then it was, like, the uh, stage left or stage right um, was out. And it was, like, so it just took a little bit. And at this point, I'm, like, are they going to start over or are they going to like pick up where well, they, they didn't left make off? the joke of being like, how about we start all over? And I took that as like, start the entire set over. Oh, that's what I t- thought too. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's start. And like the, the whole crowd was too. And like, all yeah. right, let's. But, um, yep. what I was going to say is like a lot of bands, if they have like a technical issue, it's like, they just keep playing and they were for a long time. And then they realized that there was no middle vocals or guitars. So then they were like, well, shit, we have to. Yeah. We have to start all over. <laughs> but I think that was either the last song or one more after that. And by then, 
during that song, you went and got coats and we got ready to leave. So it's not like we left early. Yeah, we definitely didn't leave early by any means, but we left before the end of their set. Yes, by uh, maybe two minutes. One song or something like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Um, in any case, I loved their set. I I don't know. I, I said that a lot already. Um, I thought it was a great way to end it. It felt very different than it did the year before yes. with, you know, as you said, uh, Pig Destroyer and Cannonball Corpse closing out both nights. Um, this felt very, very different, which was awesome. Just like I said, that range of of music and metal and just the subgenres they focus on for this festival. And maybe we should go into like the festival as a whole and our thoughts on that real quick before closing out. But I think the melding of a metal and a beer festival together worked really well. It's a really cool novel idea, especially for the beer drinkers who like beer and getting to taste things and try new things. And all the bands have like collaborations with the breweries, mm-hmm. which is really fucking cool. Um, you're getting one-off, one-time beers that are being made. It's super fucking fun for sure. The price, like I said at first, I said the same thing last year. Gut check was like, you look at the price, like, what the fuck? That's what the cost is? But when you sit down and, like, do the math in your head, it's like, it's actually a really good fucking deal. It's not that bad at yeah. all. Yeah. So, Especially for the metal-only ticket, like, being only $40 a day. Yeah. $79 for the whole weekend. It's, I mean, you're not going to see 14 bands for... $80 anywhere. No. Like no. how many concerts would that be? Like a lot. Five almost <laughs> four or five. Yeah. So, I mean, from a metal only perspective, I think it's a fantastic two day long concert. Um, again, it kind of goes back to not fest 2019 where they were calling it not like a festival. And I'm like, this is just a really long concert that starts at 4 p.m. So we need to have, we've done a few 666s on vocab. I think we need to do a whole new, a whole, another one on vocab, but focus on just one term, festival? which is festival, <laughs> and figure out what that term means. Yeah. Because I am very fuzzy on yeah. what, if somebody asked me to define a festival, I'd give you a definition, but it's not going to meet every single right, criteria right. that meets a festival. Like even thinking about, I mean, if you think about like, Riot Fest or Upheaval or which, I mean, I would consider Multi-day festivals with multi-stages. Or even Headbangers Boat. I call that a festival on water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all about. It's very, the festival is a loose term. We need to talk about that and we'll we'll do that later. But I I see what you're saying for sure. Um, But that's just from my perspective of a, from a metal only um, ticket. Metal only ticket, gotcha. It's like a two day long concert. Gotcha. Um. Because in my mind, I mean, I don't want to go into it because you want to do a 666, but like a festival is like multiple stages, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. But I think for the price, $80 for... For what you two, got, two yeah. Day to, two day concert, it, it's fantastic. Yeah, it was, I feel like, I feel the same way. And as I said earlier, um, if you know anything about Decibel and we've got a subscription, they got a fucking stack of magazines yeah, we, we to actually to need to read. Read some articles. Um, <laughs> we may do some episodes maybe maybe someday uh but you kind of pick up what sub genres of metal they're into yeah based on just looking flipping through the magazines um which is this doom black death like this style of metal music if you tell your parents you listen to metal music this is the music they think you listen to 
This is the scary music. But they... turns out what you're listening to is disturbed. It's like, no, these are two <laughs> different fucking things. Yeah. Folks. But, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say they're two different fucking things, but in the same overarching family of metal. Oh, yes. But yeah. this is when you tell somebody who's not a metalhead what metal is. Like, I'm listening to metal. This is the kind of fucking shit they think yeah. you listen to. It's good. I like it. And I'm glad that, as we said earlier, these bands and the bands that played this style of music don't get, I don't want to say they don't get respect, but they don't get like the they airwaves. They don't they get don't the get, representation yes. that all the other bands do. Yeah. But yeah. it's still fucking good music and they're yeah. fucking awesome. So I'm glad to see that there's this platform promoting these bands and promoting yes. this, this yeah. music yeah. Um, out there. And we need more of that. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and now I forgot what I was going to say when I was going <laughs> to So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm happy that there's this platform. No, for no, this me too. Subgenre. Me too. And I think we we've talked about and maybe we even have like a podcast on like how to find new music. And that's this is one way because these are not bands that are going to be on the radio. You know, maybe you'll see them as an opener at a show or something, but you're not really going to unless you talk to people about it but like you're not really gonna like just be out and about and hear it i mean the first time we saw chemist was as an opener for mastodon and opep right yes and then i think they came back again as an With opener trivium. for trivium yeah and then it's like i fucking love chemist we need to see them and they come through as their own band and they bring mother as their graves. Own tour, not their yes <laughs> as their own tour and they bring mother graves yes. with them. yeah and it's like holy fuck these guys are awesome so now it's i'm waiting for mother graves to come back yeah. through town and who are they going to bring with them? Or who yeah. are they going to be with? Yeah. And Decibel did, because I think they do like a, is it a seven inch like floppy thing? So the, the, the record, or not the record, the magazine has um, two options. One with just the magazine. One with a, what they call flex disc. A flex six. Which yes, is this yeah. tiny sheet yeah. of plastic that has a record. We should do a whole thing on that and see if it's worth getting the flex yeah, disc or yeah. not. But yeah, they do that. What I was going to say is, um, Decibel actually had Mother's, like, Mother of Grace. They have a flex disc. Yeah. Like do we have it? We do. Um, that's one of the flex discs. Somewhere. You can't talk right now because you're away from the mic. <laughs> um, but In any case, it's back there. It's green. It's awesome. Yeah. They were selling it at the show, too. Oh, were they selling it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I was thinking about that. Like, if when I was just saying, like, it's hard to find new music sometimes, or, like, this type of music. Um, but that, I mean, that's one way, just, you hear one song, I think. I think it's just one song. It's just one song, yep, yeah. Yep. And it's, like, but then that gets you to, okay, let's check out YouTuber. Um, what's like, this one? This is the newest one. We haven't listened to it yet. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, a little piece of plastic stuff. But, yeah. Okay, done. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like even when I was just flipping through the newest episode, newest episode, newest issue that we got, I was like, holy shit, there's so many bands in here yeah. I want to check out now. Like I just wanted to go to my computer and start Googling. Yeah. And that was sort of the, the reason why we got the magazine of yeah. like, let's find new, and we got that after seeing Decibel last year, like this yes, beer metal yeah, last year. Yeah. Metal on beer. Sorry, I keep putting beer first. Um, <laughs> You're beer focused. Yeah. You're like, I go for the beer. <laughs> um, any case, um, let's throw this back up against our festival oh. rankings, where it falls in. Throw this up on right now what we currently have. Um, for me, it was the fifth last year. I would definitely classify last year year basically the same as we have done with like open air 16 and 17. Um, 
different vibes. I preferred this year better, but the overall experience between the two years, the same, the same experience, little things, little, little tweaks here and there, but fucking phenomenal either way. Yeah. Um, I think I would keep mine exactly the same too. I don't know you? what number it is, but the thing I'm struggling with right now is if it's four or five, I think it stays at five just below riot fest. I really like riot fest because while this is all like a great way to promote all of um, decibel, it is while decibel is a great way to promote all of these subgenres of metal that don't get a whole lot of love all the time that deserve a lot more love than they get. Um, it's great. I like that. But Riot Fest is doing the same thing, I think, but with a wider net across many different genres, not just metal, yeah, but alternative yeah. rock, indie rock, all that kind of shit. Yeah, Riot Fest is definitely not metal focused at all. Like generally they have like one or two bands that are metal focused. And to your and to your comment around what's a festival, what's not a festival, Riot Fest definitely feels more festivaly than yeah. this does. Um so I'm thinking it stays at number for sure but it's very it's right on that edge of overtaking right that's yeah, for me now that you say that like i enjoy the music of festival way more but again from a festival perspective and that's why i think this was is like a festival perspective not what has better music and from a festival perspective right fest would yeah um top the beat it out just a little yeah, bit beat it out yeah yeah okay yeah so i think we're in agreement we're gonna keep our list the same uh, Denver Beer and Metal Fest. I even have a list of here is Beer and you Metal do. Fest. <laughs> Denver uh, Metal and Beer Fest. Or Beer and Metal, whatever. Uh, the Decibel Fest in Denver with Beer and Metal or Metal and Beer. And Beer and Metal and Metal and Beer. Um, drink some beer, listen to Metal, Metal Mew, blah, blah, blah. That's words that came out of my mouth. So what I'm trying to say is it's fucking awesome. Uh, definitely check out live music of any kind. Um, festivals are a great way to find new music. Just go find new shit because you're going to find a band you never heard of and they're going to turn out to be fucking phenomenal. Yep. Like the Keening, right, Karen? No. Like she said, yes. Um, anywho, bye. Bye. Bye.